what's up? It's your girl Tamara, aka Girl from Harlem. And this is Ray Daniels, aka the Culture Referee. And this is the Guy Show. Boop, boop. And today, and today we have a very special guest. Very uh, special. I, I I like to refer to him as a ghost because either you know him, but you know all his work. But he really is like a ghost out here. Like, only way you would know who he is at the party last night because he had a six six white man in a suit following everywhere. Every movie he when he went to, but if it wasn't for the six six white man, you wouldn't know that this guy who he was. But we got my bro. We used to work together at Epic. Arnold Taylor in the motherfucking house. Let's give it up, Arnold Taylor. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for taking the time out to even sit down with us. I know you really don't do interviews, so definitely our pleasure. I do the right interviews. Oh, yes. I like for the that. right people that I, I rock with. What are the right interviews? I want to know from your perspective. Yo, with me, man, that's all about, you know, I play high school basketball. I've been popular before. I, it's all about the brand right now for me. Mm. You know, I guess just working at Def Jam back in the days. And to me, the brand is important. You know, so for me, the SCMG brand is more important than Arnold Taylor because I didn't get into the business with a nickname. I got into the business with my real name. Exactly. So, so for me, it's like, Anything that, that represents the brand. Mm-hmm. Put a mic closer. I just want to make sure we don't miss yeah, nothing. Yeah, perfect. That's anything good. I can I can do for the brand, that's going to, those are the interviews, and you talk about real shit. You know what I mean? Thank you, man. I yeah, appreciate so that. Well, in, we've been in the trenches together, so we know. Come on, bro. We Jeez. know. And, and Go ahead, man. I'm sorry. Wait, I, no, I want to know about the. Well, okay, so let me tell you. So Arnold is, Arnold comes from radio. And let me teach you guys something. In a, <laughs> if it's one group of people in this business that you don't play with, it's radio guys. They will never Facts. not have a job. Facts. And their job is only built on relationship Facts. and trust. Facts. And if you get it, if you want to be in a music business, I'll say this to anybody, if you want to be in a music business and you want to be in a music business for 40, 50 years, I'm just getting to the radio world because it is all, it is built on nothing but relationships, trust. So Arnold worked for, he was uh, 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 the re- well, one of the regional guys or national regional guys for, national guys for Epic, right? Like, oh. Epic so, was my yeah, last job. Yeah, his yeah. last job. So yeah. it's, and, and it's well, funny because when you, when you work for L.A. Reed, you work for L.A. Reed. Mm-hmm. You work for L.A. Reed. Like, I don't know how they yeah. say it. When you work for you L.A., know. you work for L.A. So you kind of can't be an individual. You are Working for L.A. Reid. You work for L.A. Reid. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, that, right? Because L.A. Reid is, is... That's the bottom line. ...is bigger than a label. That's what I'm about to say. L.A. Reid I mean? is like... He's like a, he's like a, a fucking mythical... Like, like a Wizard of Oz mythical character. And, and it's about... Hit, like, so when you work for L.A., you work under his brand. It's right. his brand. Like, his brand right. was... L.A. had more followers than Epic Records. Now he does. He, he does. You know what I mean? So it's his brand. So you kind of got to carry yourself. Wow. Like, if you're a woman, you work for L.A. Reid, you, you got to worry about, you better come to work looking good. If you work for L.A. Reid, yeah, he's true. all about yeah. aesthetics and looking the part and playing the part. So, you know, we worked together. He did. Re, he was uh, regional, so he will work our records. But here's the thing I'm trying to tell you guys. Us A&Rs, we don't interact with radio guys. We would interact with Benny Pugh, right. who was the head. Right. That would be the most. But right. Benny Pugh, those guys all would work with Benny Pugh. I got a question. How yeah. do A and R's not work with radio guys? <clears throat> How do you get the songs on the radio if you know? Well, 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 first of all, that's the misconception. Um, people don't realize I was doing A and R before. No, I didn't know that. Oh. My first, my first job was with Timberland. Yeah, well, it was with Black Round. Yo, I remember you from Black Round. Crazy, yeah, so, he was. So I was oh, just okay. a kid, you know, pops in Miami, mom from Carolina. So you know, I was, I was going back and forth, but. But I was the. Where'd you go to high school? That matters. I went to um, high school in Charlotte. Okay. I'm Carolina Charlotte all day. Person. I'm Carolina. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But to me, it's it's like 
I got into the business like signing artists and, and being with artists and and doing street team promotions the whole nine. But when I got the job at Blackground, um, I was the youngest guy on the label. So Aaliyah's uncle, you know, shout out to the late Aaliyah, mm-hmm. you know, was the queen. Blackground was was Timberland, Genuine, Missy. It was a management company. We had the late Aaliyah. We had we had Tim, but 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 Timberland. I was in the studio with him all day, every day. Mm. So I was already like making records and and being around him and getting my ears. Like I tell everybody, I got my ears from Timberland. You mm. know what I realized, but I but I met everybody through Tank. Yes, Tank's my guy. So yeah. the reason I stopped doing radio, make a long story short, is is I was on the road with Tank because I really didn't have a job. We just black round. We just was like a title. Right Whatever now. you got to do. It was a title. Yeah, very old school. Yeah. You get out there and you young. You. He'll have me in the office listening to music when I'm supposed to. Paris Johnson gave me my first job. I saw Paris last night. I used to, I was, yeah. pa- I was Paris's Paris intern. gave me my first job. No okay. way. Shout no, out swear. Paris Johnson. He gave me my first look. I was a kid. Street team. Paris is how I met Rock City. Yeah, I might have had them. See, I, still, I might have had them teeth in my mouth still. I was still hood. I was still hood when I met Paris. Not, yeah, I Paris. Still had yeah. The, I had to <laughs> can I tell you something? <laughs> like, working for Paris <laughs> as an intern, I learned the real music business. No, we're talking. Paris. Paris is super smart. He's super smart. Super smart. But but you yeah. but but Paris was my first inside behind the veil. Like the understand. The biggest thing you learned from working under Paris, both of you guys since. Mm. <laughs> Paris, you know, Paris, you <laughs> Paris made because Paris from the Bay, so yeah, he from yeah from the Bay. Smoked, but he, he did that. Everybody smoked bigger than him every day. I learned how to be like I've never seen somebody that was that was hood and street still, but still could switch it to corporate. I didn't know how to do that. Cold you got switch. what I mean? Yeah. I was more like the street. And I've always been a been a dude that was from the hood, but not thug. You got what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I still know how to carry myself yeah. and conduct myself. You know, I wasn't I never played that, that that game. It wasn't about that for me. Um I'm trying to find out how I can get out. Yeah. You got what I mean? Same here. So Paris showed me how to like I could switch this off, bro. I just yeah. seen you put the blunt away yeah. and go in a meeting and like structure it and talk well the whole nine. So I said, all right, cool. I rock with this dude. So he taught me how to how to play both sides. And and That's important. and Paris is Paris. My experience is way different because <laughs> technically I wasn't okay. So here's the truth: I, don't, I never said this. I was kind of clout chasing when oh. I was working for Paris. Here's okay. why: because right. Paris had an artist. Atlanta, Paris had an artist, that right? Michael, right? He had so Paris had an artist named Michael. Mm-hmm. Michael was really who I was, like, so Paris Howard and Michael, my job was really to handle Michael. You wasn't clout chasing, you had a mission. No, 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 but what I'm saying is, is that right. the clout chasing part came from, I would tell everybody I was interning for Interscope, but technically I didn't do anything for Interscope. Right. I did everything for Parrish, but Paris was, this is right when he got promoted, when um, the godfather, uh, Step Johnson, promoted him to national, uh, 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 national Interscope, uh, Interscope yeah, and yeah, now yeah. I'm I'm working with Parrish. Yeah. So the, the two things I learned from him was I was an intern, and mind you, I'm around. Pa- Parrish had a house set up, so he was smart. He had Interscope paying for his setup. So Super smart. It was it was a house setup that Interscope was paying for, mm-hmm. and what he would oh, and anytime I would try to make him feel sorry for me, like Paris was famously would be like, yo, man, I need you to go to Stone Mountain, pick up this songwriter, take them to Alpharetta, and then take them home. And and here's $10 and get yourself something to eat. <laughs> right. That was right. Paris. That's Paris. Right. right. All the way. And then he would, right. and then I would be like, gas, and then I would trains. be like, no, you had to figure that shit out. And I'd be like, Paris, right. man, that ain't enough money. And then he would always be like, you fucking, huh? Are you fucking? <laughs> 
I'm like, yeah. That's very. He said, you know yeah. I ain't lying. He would say some way crazy because he was crazy like that. But the, the nice version is, you fucking right? I'm like, yeah. Because he, he, he had his office set up, but when he left to go home, he was like, do whatever you want for the house. So right we, up. so, and his right. house was crazy. So we would like bring girls over there. So he'd be like, so you in my house, fucking, right. doing all this shit, and I, I still got to give money? you extra right. gas money? <laughs> kind of nigga is you? So he, so that's, he, that's he Paris. made, that's Paris. So he made me see, I can't see depend on a man right. to give me money. Real and talk. he made me see, so now what, because, you know, in the music business, we all front. You know, when you coming up, you don't really know who's rich. You, you know who's richer as fuck because right. you see a 6'6 six, six white man walking behind him. Okay, you know he's richer. <laughs> but I'm just saying, but you don't know. But you, he, but he, but he, he rich. rich. He's a different kind of rich. <laughs> but you don't know who rich rich is because everybody looks nice. So right. when you work up in Paris, Paris was the guy that made me start being honest about where I was in life. Mm. Because right. mind you, I'm interning, I'm interning for Interscope. Baby, come to the crib. They come to the crib, pool table, crazy setup, big TVs everywhere. They look like, oh, oh you on. And he was like, oh, so you want to be on with my name. But you want me to also pay for your lifestyle, nigga? You, if you fucking, he was like, I'm not buying groceries. Are y'all fucking them girls? Right. They need to bring groceries nah, over. If I, if, no, no, he, no, he didn't. He, he from the bay. He would uh, pimps. That's what the pimp. That's what the pimp the culture. Is. But hold on, but, but the main thing I learned from him though, too though, is he always had his company outside of the the label. Mind him and his, but, bro, yep. but but Parrish, he did radio and promotions, but he really is, is an A Paris nice with the artists and the music, so he taught me how to like, yeah, we could do radio, we can do promotions, but but he really kind of kept me in that in our uh, stance as well because he always had an artist on the side, yeah, always had writers. Always. He was also the radio guy, he, so, exactly. So he he was and he was working his move, but verse. he was but Michael was who I really worked for, yeah. and Michael says I have a writer from this guy you got to meet. They gonna be signed to us, and that was Tehran. And wow. my job was to take wow. Tehran. And the day I met him, I remember being honest. I'm like, yo, bro. And here's another thing I want to say is important for the men that's listening and the men in the room. Bro, the one thing that I feel like we got to start teaching men is it's nobody's fucking responsibility to feed you. Amen. And Paris taught me Facts. that. And he would tell me like, nigga, I'm Facts. giving you the opportunity and I got to pay you. Facts. And you want to use, have access to my lifestyle so you can benefit. Listen, man. Nigga. So he, so I started being honest with women and I'm like, I ain't got it. And then I start. don't get me wrong. How'd that go? Eight out of 10 is going to walk away. But those two, <laughs> Arnold, those two that stay. Right, right. Motherfucker, I love right, right. y'all. But they so, there because they want to be they, there though. Exactly. You know what I mean? So that's, yeah. so that's, and the other thing he taught me was, was that nobody gives a fuck. Because you, you, because people will walk in the room to meet with him and his brother, the independent business. Monday, 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 and they walk in the room to meet with him and his brother. And Paris would be like, "Yo, I got a guy with me. She got dope artists. I don't care. What's the budget? Period. You know what I'm saying? He was so it was always like, but it's dope. It's this. It's this. I don't give a about none of that. What's the budget? That's crazy. I never even thought about that. Yeah. So so I always so for me my perspective always was it ain't about how good these people that are inside don't care about how good you are. They care about what you can do for them and what you can do how they business works for you. And if you don't have that, then what you gonna do? So that's what I learned. By the way, shout out to Parrish. I saw him last night. Hundred percent. I appreciate the opportunity. That dude taught me so fucking much. Likewise, likewise. Yeah, Shout love Paris, love Paris. So yeah, so good. Yeah, just going into beginnings because we at that point. Um, you said you got your ear from Timbaland. Um, what did he teach you to kind of listen for? So what do you listen for when you listening to music? Man, just black man. I was just willing to learn. I was the kid that was from Charlotte to New York. You know. Wait, hold on. Before we, how did you meet Timbaland? 
That's not something. I met Timberland at Black Round. Black Round. Oh, okay. Timberland. Yeah. Timberland was mad. They were Barry Hankerson. But how did yeah, you get Black Round then? <clears throat> Perish. Oh, so let you me tell you before though. Before though, nobody would give me nobody would give me a gig because I was like I was street team. I was in Charlotte. I what job from, you had before you I got in music industry? <laughs> oh yeah, retail. there you go. Retail. Hey, I knew hey, I knew no, we was going hey. somewhere. <laughs> you sound like the police. Yeah. Uh, oh no. Oh no. I didn't. Oh, <laughs> she don't your business. Oh, I missed that. I was I was thinking old navy. Guess I'm from the nah 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 nah. I cleaned up nice. Okay. okay I, I was just well. I was. Okay. It wasn't old navy. I wasn't that school. Oh no. I was, but, um, I'm sorry. Nah, I worked at retail store. Okay. I worked at a retail store. My godfather, um, shout out to Jack Gordon. He passed away last year. Amen. You know, um, I actually dated his daughter, and which is odd because most people don't like the guys Deep. that their daughter. Right. You know, we was more friends, but he just saw something in me though. Gave me a job at the record so, store. We had the only mom and pop, you know, music store. I was in high school. You know, oh, and, and back in the days, it was. Oh, so you said you No, I was like, but <clears throat> breakfast stores have been the starting point for a lot of people. It was, it was. And back in the days, like from LL to all the artists, uh, Mary, they would all do in stores at record stores. I remember. I you know used to I mean? go this get is, my CD signed at the record store. All, all the cyberspace, the internet, all that. Mm -hmm. It was, it was, you know, we sold CDs and that's when real money was there. You sold CDs and cassettes and, and vinyl. You know, I'm old school, you know, so, so to me, and I was like, wow, you know, but the thing about that, you know, it was a job that that was interesting to me. I didn't choose the music business, but it kept me out of the streets. And it also was like, it was it was intriguing because I would see the record reps and the radio guys come in with the artists. And I spent so much of my youth, like, locked down in the store working on the weekends. Mm -hmm. I said my next job, you know, uh, career, because I don't do jobs, career. Yeah, is is um I got to be out. Yeah, I got to travel. You know what yeah. I mean? Because I used to be in the store seven days a week. You know what <laughs> and, I mean? so, and I was gonna say, if, the one, if you want, if you heard what I said about radio, and you like, I'm considering it. You're gonna be on the road. Real talk. You're gonna Real be. Talk. You're gonna I like be, being on the road though. Yeah, you know? yeah. that's just something to say because it's like you like that's why they like you gonna have to get on that drive, go to North Carolina, go to this talk. Columbia, Real South talk. Carolina, the Greenville, talk. Alabama, every city. You gotta make sure you spend time with the PD, the the junior guys. That, dog, y'all, yeah. that that job is like. Man, like I said, I, like I said, I went. But Paris gave me my first job. My first job was I was doing a lot of street teams, the marketing, poster boards, the whole nine. But um, Paris was at Death Row before. At the end of Death Row, going out, he said, I'm going to give you an independent regional job because this one, like, Death Row was kind of at the end. I think Shook yeah. was kind of like, I don't know if Shook was locked up. But that's Pac, was out, Pac was definitely dead. Yeah, yeah, it, was, yeah. it, was on, it was on the end. But he, he, was he, worked with, he worked with Shook in the beginning, too, but, right. he, but he came he back. I remember that. Yep. He was going to Black Ground already. He say, I said, man, listen, man, you know, I'm, I'm killing it in Charlotte. Charlotte wasn't on from Music City, obviously. I said, the program director of the radio station won't talk to me. First of all, you gotta get your collar shirt. You gotta clean up a little bit. You love it too. I got the head to the back. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, the thing about record and radio is different. The record guys, we come, we ain't go to college. Nope. We come from a different world. You got what I mean? You know, smart and intelligent as well. A program director at a radio station might have four degrees. Mm -hmm. They're more analytical. Yeah. So mm -hmm. they talking to me about golf and all kind of shit. I'm like, I play basketball. But end of the day, though, but I had to understand, though, in order for me to get into that world, I got to change my mindset. But I would have had that mindset in a way. I just was around, you know, real niggas. You know what I'm saying? I'm around, I'm around, you know, people that that love being in the hood. I don't love being in the hood. You know what I mean? You know, my plan was always like, man, I ain't never coming back here. 
get me out of here. You know I mean, yeah, I respect it. But I ain't never coming back yet. I, I, I don't get. I don't care. I don't care about keeping it real. Don't talk to me about that. I can do the same stuff you do. I'm just as G as y'all if y'all want to do that. But I don't have to. I don't do the tough guy thing. So to me, I think at the end of the day, you know, just just being around, you know, him and Paris and showing me like you can still be who you are. You can still show a different side, bro. And that's what I did. I uh, I took the six month consultant independent job at at Death Row just so people would talk to me because it gave him a reason to actually got to talk to me now because I'm the rep in the right. Carolinas. Yeah, you gotta. But he already had a bigger plan for me at Black Round, and that's when I moved to New York and I was back and forth to New York and York National right. Mix Show. Cause you know I had to leave my city because my city wasn't popping. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, I had, to, I had to bring it back. Another, you got, you got <laughs> not only that, not only that. Yeah. <laughs> On another level, your city only knows what it knows. It does. And, and the it reason does. why everybody is where they are is because that's all they know. So the only yeah. time you can see more or do more, you got to go see. You got to leave. Go see it, bro. You got to leave your hood. Like, you got to. And it was L.A. and New York back in the days. There was that nowhere was else. That was it. I don't yeah. know where you was from. I know, you, had you know, to pick. Chicago and, 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 and Memphis was, and everybody else came later. Yeah. It was L.A. and New York. I don't care where you was from. You, you had, had to play the game. Yep. It wasn't even Atlanta at the time. Atlanta nah. wasn't even on yet. Nah. You know, so... So, you know, I ain't had no problem with that. I don't have no problem doing what I got to do. You you know? Everything like- about your success makes sense now. Yeah. Me not knowing, because I wanted to ask you, like, because what he's doing, right. every radio guy has tried. They have. He knows. They have. And I'm not disrespecting nobody. Have. And I'm to my guys that are like giants, they that can press tried. a button. They all tried to do what he's done. He's the only one that I know of that has done it. They have tried. They so all tried. What try. made you successful? No, I understand. It's the, it's the fact that he has an AR background. That's well, that's what I mean. I mean, Timberland has the best ears in the business to this day. Timberland can go do a song for Drake right now. He can go do this, do a song for, you know, Mary J. Blige. He can go do a pop song for Billy Eilish. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, he's just a, a brilliant guy. Diverse. And I'm talking about in the studio for 12 He's magic. I, I, he's magic. I damn hate me in the studio now. And I got a million artists for a long time because Tim will go in the studio at like after the club. Six in the morning after an event and be there to like sun up to sundown. Brain different. And I'm talking about hearing a record. You know, you're a songwriter, right? You yeah. know about writing songs over and over again. It's out of pocket. Yeah. Do it over. Yeah. You know, y'all hear that? Yeah. yeah we don't hear it. Exactly. <laughs> it's nine yeah. o'clock in the morning. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and I know it's missing we, it. We was already out. But I had to understand, like, man, the pocket. Okay, it's the rhythm of the beat. It's the yeah. groove. Yeah. So, you know. I never, I never take that for granted, you know. And when I see people, it's all love. But I don't. People think I started the radio. Like, I realized, like, when, 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 you know, even Black Round, I could bring artists to Barry. I could talk to Parish about it. But the reason I chose radio to answer your question is because I had to realize, like, as an A&R, I watch A&Rs get fired every time the artists don't work. That. Ain't they fall? That could just be timing. You might have a summertime record in the wintertime. Yep. You might have somebody that don't believe in the artist. It's a lot of factors it's, to breaking it's, the it's artist. So, it's so many factors that ha- it could yeah. be timing. It could so be timing. I needed something more. St- I need something more stable. And I said radio was popping at the time. If I got a song on the radio. You probably get a deal. You got what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. me thinking like, okay, I got to move from this, but I got hot doing radio. Yeah. You got what I mean? So my name came right. from radio. Like- so people are like, oh, you radio guy. Yeah, if you look at if you know me from now, yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. So shout out to I mean marketing promotions. I'm really more marketing. It wasn't just radio. I was the guy that that bring a radio station a dope idea and come up with dope ideas and let's do a big promotion, make the make it sound big on the air. Mm-hmm. They got away from that. It wasn't just you playing my record. It was 
that's brand the collab. Let's well. collab together. Yeah. So I I look at myself more as um I think I can have great ears. You know what I mean? I'm an OG that that can hang with the best of them. Like, you know, I got young ears. I got old ears. I, my ears ain't just urban. It can yeah. go all I over. Have young ears. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like but I also my marketing ability to me hands down is what is what sets me apart. Mm. Did you go to college? I don't know. Right, he did. He went, to college, <laughs> he went to college at Paris Johnson. Right. At, at Barry no, Hankinson. University of Paris Shout out. Johnson. My daughter just graduated Chapel Hill three years. You know what I mean? And my son's going to ECU next year. So Love that. Listen, um, I, didn't go, I didn't go to college. I went to a community college. I, I wanted to go. I wanted to go to. Um, y'all keep downplaying y'all one semester. Play, I wanted to go to school. Winston Salem and play basketball, but uh, I'm six feet. I was probably 140 pounds. I said, where am I going to go play basketball at, really, in what league? You know what I mean? Yeah. Sometimes you got to realize, yeah. like, how far am I going to go with this? What's really happening? Two assessments have to happen in life <laughs> right. to be successful. Like, I got to be so good at basketball. Be realistic about what's on the yeah, I got to be so good at it just to make, you know, the team. I made the team, though. But you know what? It's because my heart is bigger than most people's heart. Yeah. But long story short, it's like, it's like um, I don't know. I, I think that. That um I forgot what I was gonna say, but I was, but to get back I'm to sorry, your, get, now to get back to your to your train of, of thought. I mean, I think that to me, college is a beautiful thing. That's what I wanted to point out. I went to community college, got my two years associate degree, but that was because of business. That's college. Don't uh, do that. Can I say so? I'm gonna back you up. I'm gonna back you up. Let me back you up. You know? Let me tell you why it's not college. Yeah. Where you go to college at? I have a Syracuse degree. Syracuse. Okay, cool. So let me explain. So. I'm gonna tell you why. No, because let me tell you why. Because bad. we like pretty girls, right? We, he, you know I'm going with this, right? You run up, you run up to a pretty girl, and you like, right. I, I, this was my experience. Run up to a pretty girl, you'd be like, yeah, how, which school you go to? I go to Clark. Oh, okay, cool. Right. Which school oh, you go to, Ray? I go to Atlanta Metropolitan College. Howard. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Howard. And then I go to Atlanta Metro. Oh. Atlanta Metro, nigga. They, right. So it's like it's. It, it's, it's almost like so the world will let you resume. know. You took it off the resume. You was like, I'm, I'm, ne- I'm never going to mention CPCC. You're like, what, huh? Yeah. It's an associate degree. I went for business because I wanted to learn how to do business. And I was only going to school. Business 101. I was only going to school because I was my mom's only kid that didn't go to school. My sister didn't go to school. My brother oh, didn't go to school. I'm, I'm already going for the wrong reasons. You got what mm-hmm. I mean? And I wanted to Your get the girls. I went to girls. I wasn't playing basketball no more. Of course. But I was already thinking about business and how to learn business. But I realized, though, college is great for if you, if you go to school. Everybody should go to school if that's what you do. Me, I'm more hands-on. I'm more, I'm going to learn it from experience of being on the job. You got yeah, what I mean? Too. Yeah, that's how I learned. So, yeah. Raise it one semester. Don't, <laughs> don't be acting three. crazy. How long oh, you do, Ray? Oh, three. three. I didn't know you did Listen, three. I'm saying two years. It might have been a year and a half. I don't know. Can I, take, can, I was on and off. Can I, t- can I tell you why I quit college? <laughs> then I will tell you a story right quick. You got to hear the story. By, by the way, this story, this shit is for people like us oh, who feel man. like I ain't at, I ain't starting there. And college, No, I want y'all. people to understand. This is why Speak. I quit college. I go back. I'm in I school. My first semester, we in business one-on-one. Nigga, I don't know what I want to do in my life, but I I, I, I know I don't want to be broke and I don't want to be good. That's all I know. And watch, this is my teacher. This is what my teacher tells me. And I guarantee you, no teacher at Harvard, Clark, Spelman told they students this. He tells us, business one-on-one, hey guys, y'all better, y'all all registered to vote? And we was like, some of us, you know, we black people like, oh yeah, some of us. He's like, y'all better vote because if George Bush win, y'all are all fucked. Mm. Now think about what, in my mind, I said, mm. that's Mama Arnold. Mm. I yell in the class, well, why the fuck am I here? 
You Shit, I that. need to go out try to campaign it for George. Mm. You said Gore. that out loud in class. Real. Yeah, that's real. Why? That's well, real. why am I here then? That's How real. are you teaching me how to run a business and telling me if this man win, I'm fucked? That's real. You only that's telling real. me that because of your expectations of the people in the room. That's real. You're not real. telling that the kids at Harvard. It, you tell the kids at Harvard you're gonna run the world. I you tell the kids at Atlanta Metropolitan at like if, if a Republican win, y'all right. might as well hang it up. Man, fuck this shit. I'm gonna go figure out my. And that's really why I went and did it. So just so you know. And I know, and by the way, I, I at some point in my life, I start realizing, like, and by the way, women do it, by the way. Women, y'all teach us this. Y'all don't know that y'all, no, this is a, this is a compliment. Y'all teach us this. Y'all don't, y'all don't know that y'all might walk, y'all might walk by us when we're nobody. Same motherfucking girl walk by us when we were nobody. Soon we gonna get a chain. Shame on, shame on you. Soon we get a chain. Shame on you, man. And we, got, and we look like yeah, we got some clout. I do the same thing to us. When That's I was an ugly duckling, y'all didn't fucking care about me when I was That's an ugly duckling. That's why I'm wearing a chain today, right? Hit, <laughs> exactly. And niggas get a chain. It sounds like you got a chain on the day. No, I'm telling you, niggas be ugly, but they put that, that jewelry star shining. That's, that, that's a filter, make, some makeup. I be like, ooh. That's what I'm saying. The, for for makeup for y'all, makeup for y'all is jewelry for us. Yeah, listen. You put chains on it, looks good. The jewelry do it. The jewelry I realize real jewelry. I realize girls only care about, about somebody wearing a fake chain over the weekend. <laughs> no, no, we gonna do that tomorrow. Let's okay. go. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> I realize girls don't care about nothing but status and and power and swag. Status, it's, power, it's and when, swag. It's when Notorious B.I.G. was big, black, and ugly. what he told you what he was. And shout out to I mean, Big girls loved him. Rick Ross, you know what I'm saying? And I ain't calling nobody ugly. I mean, I'm just, yeah. I'm just calling, I'm saying at the end of the day, they're not the typical pretty boys. Those yes. are my type right? niggas. Right. Because they look like they right. got money. <laughs> right. If, 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 like big if, boys. If Rick yeah. Ross worked for UPS, like he would not be your type of nigga. Yeah. He would not be your type of nigga if he worked for no, Rick Ross. Not, if he was a UPS driver <laughs> and came up here and delivered. Do not hop off the I need to see your truck. phone and see your ex-boyfriend. <laughs> I guarantee somebody got a six-pack. No, I'm going to... No, no, no. no, no. They got six figures. Right. Oh, you're right. They got no six-pack. You're right. But they're going to have them six figures. Right. You, right? you got a type. You got a type. She has a type. I like that she has a type. I have a type. Look, let me, let me. Uh, anyway, wait. I'm going to ask you a question before I get distracted. Right. I'm going to show you my ex-boyfriend. You're going to be like, oh, my God. You really have a type. Um... You said something. You said, um, as a black man, you felt like you kind of had to control who you are in hip-hop. Like, you couldn't enter a room a certain way. Um, do you think that your career tra trajectory would have been different if you were of a different race? You know what? <clears throat> I'm a guy that don't play the race card. You know what I'm, I mean? I play the race card. Let, let me tell you why. And, you know, I tell, you know... Man, I'm a race car. My granddaughter, she gonna be gonna be laugh at this. I tell Give her all me the that time, shit and I'm a player. I tell her all the time. Let me see this guy's. Who is it? Oh my god, you like Biggie and Rick Ross? This guy, he's literally Biggie and Rick Ross. Does he have six figures? I look like Biggie for real. Does he have six figures? I can tell by his shoes. He got he money. Got, he getting that bread. Okay, that's what I'm trying to say. He, he got that money though. Yeah. Okay, you know Unless, what? By the way, that lets every man know while me and Arnold, while we went to, we don't say the cause we went to, and we talk about <laughs> right. the other shit we went to. Right. Because we, we know what attracts y'all. We understand. Gonna, it. We're gonna point proven. We're going to skip over it, but, but the, the point, <laughs> let me tell you why I don't see color. One, you know, like I said, my pops in Miami, my mom from Charlotte, and my best friend's Indian. You know what Miami, I mean? Miami, Charlotte. My best oh, friend's Indian. South. No, I've been around, I've been around Latinas, I've been around. Where'd you meet your best friends? In Charlotte. Okay. You know, his, when I had a record store, his dad had all the back in the day clothing stores. You got the young, but they had the cross colors and the, the, all the jackets, which was like an Averex cross colors was like that. And they had all of the hot clothes. So everywhere his his dad went, my godfather that owned the record store went. So we was 
only minorities in Charlotte. It's not a black city. Charlotte's a white city. You know what I mean? Mm. Yeah, Charlotte. And then people say Charlotte's gonna be the next Atlanta. It's never gonna I, be the next I Atlanta. Was, that's why. Like, no, 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 Charlotte. Don't get see. Don't get see. Don't get one weekend mixed up. Charlotte is never <laughs> gonna be Atlanta. People coming to see how I'm moving to Charlotte. Don't you do that? Yeah. Unless you from, unless you know what it is, you know. I don't play the urban game, and the reason I, I tell people I don't see color because, in my mind, I'm never going into the room on a woe is me if I was white. If I was I don't I just don't do that because I'm already handicapping myself on, mm-hmm. on the opportunity. Mentally that handicapping. Yeah, I'm yourself. not doing it. Yeah, yeah, I'm not doing that. Yeah, and, and listen, I tell my my Jewish partners, y'all need me and I need you guys. You can't do it without me culturally. And I can't do it without you because there's certain rooms I can't get in as well. Mm-hmm. But you need me too. Don't get stop running, bro. You need right. me too. You can sign an artist without us, Ray, and you're gonna you're gonna call nah, you for right. help. You're right. I'm going to get you out of jail. I'm talking to your mom. I never yep. meet an artist. I don't know their parents. Oh, I'm talking to all my artist moms. We, I mean, because we pretty much the same age. Yeah. So Ray you know what I mean. Says signing an artist is like taking on a kid. Yeah, because when I can taking on a whole family and when until I they become successful. You, then they don't know you know. Right. And, and and sometimes you just can't get through to a kid. I got kids. So when you can't get through to them, I gotta call your mom. I gotta mm-hmm. I gotta I gotta snitch so you I out. Can, right. I gotta snitch you out. Is that okay, guys, young guys? Can I and, snitch and, you? Can I call your mom and snitch you out? But here's another thing, Arnold, that you gotta <laughs> that you gotta talk about. Also, because you don't want you need the people close to him to know every angle of the story. Because as a mom or a father, you might only see the world through your child's eyes. Mm. Yep. Man, my child did this. So you need to always be ahead of it and be like, yo, mm. I told him not to do this. He's going to go do this. I just make sure you know. Facts. So if he does go there, they're not like, where was Arnold Facts. when he was shooting <laughs> people up? Arnold did yeah, he know that. Like, it's, it's, a, it's a lot to do what we do, bro. It's a lot. And they call me. Like, you know, me and baby mama close. Me and Tuesday mama close. We talk, you know. And they call me. Like, you know, I got some artists that call me that... um. Their mom be like, hey, man, I don't know what's going on with this. I need you to talk to him. Step in. But now I got to play big bro. I try not to play dad because when you become in that dad role, Ray you done messed up. Head. You Ray done messed up with that dad role. Now ain't your daddy Ray now. Said, don't do <laughs> but let me don't tell you why. I'm big bro. I can tell you why. I can tell you why. Because when they put you on that dad pedestal, yeah. the minute that they see you on some fuck shit, and it might not. And by the way, all, all our daddies and mamas been on some fuck shit. But when they see you, on, it's like, you do what? Real talk. Real talk. You know what yep. I'm saying? So you got to yep. kind of say, I'm big broke. So big broke can be at the club having fun. But yeah. daddy is like, did you say, did you smile at that girl? Like, they push, it's different. And, and you, they won't tell you certain things now because you dad now. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Exactly. Big bro, they going to come in and tell me like, listen, man. This you know, happened. somebody got pregnant last night. I don't know who it was. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's real. No saying another word. I got it. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? But the fact that when people talk to you, it's, it's, it's different. Like, I'm close to all my artists. I don't try to hang with them and be their friend or like we like a family over here. You know what I mean? And I'm I'm a working CEO. I don't sit in the office and oh I made it and you see my old plaques. And nah, I'm what have I done la- what have I done lately? And by the way, I gotta you say know? something. His crew around him, all official. Thank you, bro. Garrett, like, like his crew around him is all. Shout out to Garrett. Garrett, the best I've ever had, bro. Garrett, my guy. Yeah, like Garrett was yeah. a, a, a a a project manager, a marketing guy yeah, at Interscope. So, mm-hmm. so. Everybody around him are like official guys, not like guys who are like, and that says a lot about you. Thank you. Because it it, it takes a lot for someone to leave a billion dollar conglomerate to go work with their man. Mm. That's my man, but 
Once I put, once I do work with you, I'm putting my entire family's, my kids' mouths in your hand. And that means that I got to trust that you got me. So that's why I'm saying like King Carter, all the people around him, everybody around him. Official, official guy. Craig Martin, I'm a radio guy. Craig been with me for 18, 20 years. He's, he do all my radio stuff right now. We work all our records ourselves, you know, and then I decide if sometimes, you know, the label wants to, you know, if I want the label to work certain things, but I got a full staff. You know, so what's the biggest difference between working for a label and running a label? Oh man, it's the, you know, I only got a job at a label because I I feel like to me I needed to learn certain things. I was always gonna be here. You know, my marketing company, South Coast Ooh, you was South Coast land. Marketing was bigger than South Coast Music Group. I've always had my marketing company, even when I had jobs at a yeah. label. I was working at labels records for everybody. I get a job at a label, tone that down, man. Tone it down. Hold on, but I will say this. Benny Pugh. In LA, Benny got made me the job at Def Jam. Yeah. And Def Jam taught me how to brand myself. Like I was on the from Def Jam but eight years after I left Def Jam. I go in the club, they popping bottles because I work at Def Jam. No artists with me. You know, nobody branded better than than than, than Russell and, and Kevin Lyles at Def Jam. So to me, like I I take a lot of my popularity back from Arnold Taylor to like it's all about South Coast to me now. It's all about the label because of the label and the brand. And I shout out to P. Like, he's did a great job with QC. And I talk to P all the time. I talk to Gotti all the time. Those are my two partners, P and Gotti, because when I signed Gotti at the label, and Gotti, I used to always wrote Gotti to all his records, and, and that's just my guy. P's been solid from day one. You got what I mean? I met Coach first, but just me and P just have a different connection. And and he always called me even, even when, when shit ain't sweet. You know what I mean? Um, so... But that's your question. I, I just think that at, at the end of the day, it's, it, it's just, um, you know, <clears throat> one, I don't see color. I want to make sure that you understand what I, what I said about that. And I don't care what nobody say. If you tell yourself you from the hood and you black and I want to make this statement, uh, you know, and, and, and you can't do this and the white man trying to hold you down. Listen, man, get the fuck out of here, bro. Anybody hold you down but yourself. I ain't, and I ain't go to college. You know what I mean? I ain't going to mention my little degree. Like you said, you went to Howard, right? Which one? No. Syracuse. Syracuse. <laughs> Syracuse. I wish I was to HBCU. But wait, oh, no, no, I got to argue with you. No, because but this, at the end of the day, though, you have to be realistic about what you're facing. Real talk. So Real we talk. cannot act like we live in a colorblind society. We do not. But here's the thing. We can't afford to acknowledge it. I'm not so saying so let, so let, so let act say, like so it's let, a handicap. No, no, I'm not saying act yeah. like it's a handicap, but know what you're walking into. No, but hear me out, though. Yeah. But you can know and not give a fuck, or you can know and let it weigh on you. Okay. Exactly. So he's saying he knows it's a fact that he exactly. just said, I'm I tell my Jewish friends, yep. I need you and you need me. But you cannot see, like, if you, if anybody knew the that. odds of what we're up against to be successful, none of us would go after it. Exactly. And when I say I don't see color, I see bad people and good people. If you just a, a, a white, white person, a black person, you just a white person to me. I'm not gonna Period. put the whole race of people. Oh, you racist this and that. I just think I fuck with you though. Yeah. That's what I say. I see bad people and good people because I've been done wrong by most of my own people as well. So I can't be but, like, yeah. Not, but I love my people. I'm never gonna switch up on my people. You got what I mean, right? Exactly. But no, I mean, I, I see bad people and good people, bro. I do too. And <laughs> I, I see I see bad intent and good intent. But I, but but and and but I'm I'm not saying. I will say this. And I don't know if Arnold can test to this, but I know that this is the experience I've known when race comes in. Mm. If you're black and ambitious okay. and they see that ambition, they shut you down. Real talk. So if they talk. know, like, no disrespect. That goes to back no, to your humble comment. Yeah, that's what I said, but no disrespect. But if anybody knows, like, that's why I was asking. I'm like, 
if anybody knew that he was going to be where he was. Completely different. They would have shut him down a long time ago. Listen, Matter of fact, to. they would have offered him deals. They tried to. Made, sold him on mm-hmm. it. They of course. Mm-hmm. They tried to. Hold on, let me finish that. Yeah. You, said, you said the difference was, because I, you got to catch me back if I go all around yeah, and tell it now. I'm going to tell my story. Too. But you said, what's the difference between working for a label and working for myself? I was always going to be here. I never wanted a job at a label, but I knew, coming from Charlotte, it wasn't on the map. I knew I had to go in and learn, because I didn't want to have a label and not understand certain things about the inside of a label. I'm the only CEO of a label like mine that's worked for a label. So my respect is different. I worked for Def Jam. I worked for Interscope. You know what I mean? You know I did inside. consulting for all of them before. You know, I was working all their records. I made these guys millions before I even started a label. So when I call them and walk into the building, the respect is different. You got what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, and I wasn't even taking artists to them on my relationship. I can go sign an artist when I first sign them and do a deal. I do it independently because, one, I'm, I'm self-made. And, and two, I don't want to take it into a, into a situation, a major partner, until I get it to 50 miles per hour. You got what I mean? Because they can take it from 50 to 100. That's what, I don't, that's what I don't do. I need to be breaking my next artist by that time. So they do things that, that, I don't, that I don't do. They don't develop either. I develop. I like the zero to 50. That's the, that's the, that's the thing that ain't sexy. Over here. It ain't sexy. So I, I wanted to go in because I never wanted my artists to not understand you know, um, even my lawyer, Rick Joseph, shout out to Rick Joseph. He did Master P deal. He did Chef, Cardi B's deal. He's good for labels like mine. You know, he came from publishing. That's the one thing I didn't know a lot of. And Ray probably know way more than me when I started my label. I'm never going to start a label and have these kids' life in my hands and not be able to explain to them what they're doing. Because it's, it's like, really I'm playing with your life, bro. I can't send you back to the hood after you don't work. So that's why I like to develop artists. So you can make a living out of this, though. You got what I mean? I don't sign TikTokers. I don't sign One Hit Wonders. I'm patient and I'm cool with the with the with the slow process of the development, and that's why my label is different. But how do you determine if someone is? So what do you look for when you're signing an artist? Like what is like? Okay, this is not going to be a One Hit Wonder. This is not going to be a TikToker. This is going to be the next thing. Well, I don't look for the numbers. You know, I look for the for talent and I look for like who's authentic. Can can I, um, like, are you who I, who I see? You know what I mean? Like, you from Syracuse? Are you from Syracuse? Absolutely not. Syracuse? I'm from Harlem. You went to school Syracuse. City, no disrespect. I know, they, I know y'all serious about y'all boroughs. I love Harlem. I'm from the capital I of the I love Harlem. You know why I love Harlem? I'm going to come back to my point. Because it's like, it's like everybody from the South moved to Harlem as, as part of New York, though. Give me I found more. grits Give and I went to church more. in Harlem. So don't, don't talk about Harlem. Love that. But the reason, the reason you know, you know, I would say my... My my point I was making before is that I don't just do numbers and look at, look at numbers. I'm just old school when it comes to like building. But I'm also I want real talent. I want to look at you and say she from New York. I believe that. Yeah, that what I mean. Oh yeah, I better know I'm from New. Wait, I got a question though because you signed a baby, and yeah. if I don't know how true it is, but wasn't he like rapping in a diaper back in the day? Nah, that, oh you, they said that he was. <laughs> so that's why I'm like, did you I'm look at this guy you, on the stage in a diaper and was like, he's the next one? Like, you, hold on, I'm going to ask you a question. And Ray making a test to this. What oh, do you, shoot. What I hate when you ask me questions. No, I no, no. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold up. I hold love up. this. Hold up. I signed Baby Jesus, first of all. Right. Not the baby. When do you think, I still call him BJ to this point. Wow. That's his nickname. <laughs> What's up, BJ? That's what I call him. Yeah. When do you think I signed Baby? That's how I know, I mean, I know if you've been following the South Coast uh, yesterday or you've been following for a while. Um, well, I know you told him to change his name because you said it would be controversial. When do you think I signed him? Give me a year. 
How many years I had? Oh, a year? Oh, shoot. I, damn. Okay, so we went through some shit. So he had his peak. Okay. we My and, peak. Oh, sorry. Love that. <laughs> love that. Are we back or we still struggling? I'm right? not going to <laughs> let, let that be in the air. He had he had a, a wave that's coming back. We you know waves come. No, and no. Go. By the way, that's, that that record is a smash. Uh, Thank you, Chase. Thank you, Chase. So happy. Is, is, he's outside. When did you say outside? Oh, okay. Um, let me see. Don't, don't jump off the question. I will go. Eighteen. Eighteen. What? Two thousand eighteen. Yeah, maybe. Does that give you some time? You said you did some I mean, artist I, development. I signed maybe over eight years ago. Whoa. I was close. I did five. Nah, it wasn't even my first artist. No, no, no. Now let's be clear. <laughs> in artist years in development, yeah. three years. Yeah. Left three you. years is thirty. Sitting on a label, three years is thirty. Listen, yes. Yes. it took us at least four years to get recognized. Nobody wanted to That's sign. That's crazy. Baby. No, and people right now, <laughs> but, artists will be but, like, but, "I've been working but, with but, Ray but, for like, a year, and I can't get He says something super important. Arnold says something super important. This is what we have to focus on, and this is to me is a huge problem with the business. This man has been proven, and. It's crazy that, and I'm not going to put my man out there, but the first person that should have got the baby should have been L.A. Reid. 100%. It should have been eight years 100%. ago. 100%. The minute he found him, he should have said, Arnold, you trying to develop something? Let me, let me support you. That's my biggest problem with the music business. But guess what they rather say? Arnold, help us make our money. 100%. And, that, and you know, I'm glad you said that. because oh, I'm I missing only, a piece here, but I know well, why I'm missing I only went, and I'll go back to the artists and when I signed them, the only reason I... I even took the job at Epic. I was done working, you know, for, for labels. I was always, I always wanted to, uh, I didn't want to be in New York no more. I wanted to come out to my city. I know I was the only one that can do it for my city. You got what I mean? Because think about Charlotte. Charlotte got more money than most cities. the banking capital of the world. Mm. The problem is everybody go everywhere and turn up. I see people in Charlotte and Vegas and Miami and Atlanta. I saw some people last night. Why don't you do that <laughs> at the crib, my nigga? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. we'll be popping up to do that. But let me ask you something. But... And it's changing now, and I love my city. But this is the thing, though. I only want, I only took the job at Epic with Benny. I worked at Benny at, with Benny Pugh at, at Def Jam because Benny's really good on structure. That's what I learned from Benny. He's really good on structure, this and that company guy. So I only want to go to Epic to start my label. I said, I was going to do my label just to be loyal. I'm, I'm almost too loyal. Let me start my label with you, L.A., Benny, y'all Giants. Y'all know stuff I don't know. And they let me sign the artists. I signed Gotti over there. My, I signed their first artist, Cash Out. Mm. I, I didn't even know Cash that. Out. Yeah. Fire. So, you know, with, with D, bass yeah. is loaded. Yeah. yeah. So I was working at the record. From, that's one thing I, why I had the marketing company, because I could work a song and, and see what it was. It wasn't it's, it's no brilliant, research brilliant. and analytics. It was, it was, if you were a radio popping, oh, I got something here. Yeah. So I wanted to say I had to keep the marketing company ready because I was like, that's my inside to find out if I... Need to sign them now, so I can test you out. Yeah, before. myself. Yeah, I was, yeah. I was. Yeah. So, so to me, that's why I, I kept the marketing company so long. I knew what was real and what was fake. So, only with the epic to have my own label, they let me sign stuff. But I realized anybody gonna give you nothing, you know. And shout out to LA and Benny. You know, they wasn't happy about you know when I left. You know, because I think as we as black people, <laughs> since we talking about black people, you know, because you don't want to say black people. I'm black people. <laughs> I love it. Let's go. You want, to, you, want, you want me to keep it real? You know, I think I, I think a lot of times I think a lot of a lot of times if you got a hundred million and and I'm throwing crazy numbers out, so you got yeah, Ray got a hundred million. You got fifty thousand, it don't matter. But if you got a hundred million, you got a hundred yeah, million, like, million, million, I got fifty. Who cares, bro? Mm -mm. Nobody cares. Yes, yeah. it ain't too much you can buy that I can't buy either. Exactly. You know what I mean? And yep. I don't care. I'm happy for you, my dude. You know what I mean? I so every time I see Ray. 
I'm like, man, I'm happy for you. I love yeah. what you're doing, bro. You know, you've done some amazing songs and, and, and things. And I like people that, that are behind the scenes and don't care about the limelight. Yeah, I don't because care. Because that's who I am. You know, I do whatever, you know, for my brand. But listen, I like quiet money. Mm-hmm. You got what I mean? You know, I mean, drive my car. I drive my car to the grocery store. You wouldn't be mm-hmm. rich, not famous. Yeah, I don't care. I don't care about. Yeah. I don't care about being famous. You know. So at the end of the day, you know, I think that that I wanted to build this same thing with Epic. They just didn't understand. So you let me sign something, but they had me in promo man role because they was like, you know, Epic. And one thing LA did that was smart. He went to Epic, home of Michael Jackson and Sade. He didn't want to go to a label that was established. Yeah. So I said, I'll help you get it, get yeah. it popping with Future. You know. Um, was with Future every day, you know. Future tell you, that's my guy. I was on the road with him every day, developing a whole nine. Cause LA knew he was, he was, he was Rico's um, yeah. cousin and nephew. Yeah. I'm not sure which one. No, he he's was. Rico. He's, he's Rico's um, uh, nephew. nephew. I mean, cousin, cousin. He, yeah, he's related cousin. to Rico. Yeah. yeah so, so I knew at the end of the day, I don't mind putting in the work to help them out to get what they wanted to get to, as long as at the end of the day I can get my label. That never was seeming to happen. So I said, you know what, I got to bounce. You know, and I, you know, and I did it right. I trained the staff. I made sure it was cool. You know, I talked to Benny the other day. L.A. We talk, you know, occasionally, but um, it ain't no remorse. I ain't mad, mm-hmm. but I also, also realized anybody gonna give you nothing. And I realized, like, even though radio made me successful, and I'm not mad at my move, they really still pigeonhole me from like being respected as a guy that can sign music because nobody don't know that Templeton story like that because. Me and Timberland don't talk about it. You know what I mean? They don't know I came from signing artists first, you know, and developing artists first. At Black Ground, I didn't have no title. I just was working. I was a promo mm-hmm. man. I was driving the bus. People care so much about titles. <laughs> yeah, like, you I know was what doing saying? everything, getting the job done. Yeah, but the, but, 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 but what, you, what Arnold is saying to me, I think is probably, I think what you're saying is the reason why the music business and these labels are suffering. Mm-hmm. The reason why the mm-hmm. labels are suffering is because they are, and, and, and mind you, it might be, and it's worse now. It's right. way worse now because right. these companies are publicly owned, right? Yep. But these companies now, they can't employ the best people because if you're the best at something, you don't. I don't mind helping the enterprise. Mm-hmm. I don't mind helping the big shit, but let me build something for myself. Exactly. And if you're the best at it, that's what you're going to want to do, and mm-hmm. they don't let it. That's why somebody like J.R. McKee, who was streaming guy, was like, yo, I can help y'all blow up all these artists, but he's like, yo, I want to do my own thing. And he's like, nah, that's not what you're here for. So for me, like, I, by the way, this is why I act the way I act on my team. If y'all want to do something, this is why I open the door for y'all. Because the last thing I want is to have somebody around me who's like, Ray, I want to do this. But I, And my thing is, I, as long as you're doing what I'm paying you for, if you do the other shit, that's just more money for us. Real talk. But I'm never going to be at a company where you're going to just tell me. Like, I, when I was at Warner, I made that company at least $30 million. You know what I'm saying? And then when I left, they kept it all. And they're probably going to make another $50 million over the next 15 years from them th- same things. But I got a salary, though. On, and I guess what? I walked in the room and everybody <laughs> treated me like, Warner's here. And I'll be honest with Arnold. I just said Real to myself, talk. I was like, at some point in time, I got to say, Ray is here. At some point in time, I got to say, fuck if he's here for Epic, fuck if he's here for Warner, fuck if he's at Interscope, Ray is here. And, that, and it was literally like the most common sense, because that's why I started this show, because it was like, how can I let people know that Amazing. it wasn't Warner that knew, it was Ray that knew. Exactly. You can how never do, do it. I, I can never do you it. You can so never I, do it, bro. Because how can I let everybody know, like, Arnold knew me, but people don't know, like, like this nigga Akon said to me the other day, he said, Ray, I'm going to do your show. I was like, man, good looking. He said, Ray, I ain't going to lie. 
Nigga, I didn't know you was that fucking smart. If I knew you was that fucking smart, Ray, I would have had you come here running convict. But the only way you know people like Arnold and Ray is through the talent. So we're at the mercy of the talent in our lives. So if the talent comes in and fucks up, like this thing about it, even Arnold, mm -hmm. when he goes, when the baby goes through what his thing doing, that was something that hurt the baby. By the way, it shouldn't have happened because I fucked with him because all he was really no. doing was being a solid nigga from the hood. So you love hood music. This is my problem with America. Oh, here we go. Hip, no, no, real talk. Y'all love our hood antics, our hood music. But as soon as we say something that goes against your agenda, you want to cancel us. Now, my thing is this. Right. You don't want to cancel us when we say some shit that go against the agenda that hurts our people. So my problem is, is that y'all love our hood shit. Hood niggas, white people be in the concert singing, nigga, 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 <laughs> Real nigga. And as soon as a nigga Real act talk. like a nigga, Real talk. stay away I'm from me. I'm watching your how mouth. The, how you know the fuck mean? do you think he became who he became? Real talk. He became who he became by being a real nigga. He's only doing what he was taught. So my thing with the baby was, I wish that everybody, instead of canceling him, the message would have been, let's educate him. Let's do a, like, but it was so, lynch him. Where's the fire? Where's the rope? Let's kill him. Bro, the man is speaking from a perspective that he comes from. Do not punish him from that. I always Real say talk. the problem with the music industry is y'all want NWA, y'all just don't want niggas. Real talk. And my thing is, that's the bullshit. And back to what we said, I'm sorry, I just had to say that. Nah, and, and, but, but here's the thing about, I just said this, about yeah. South Coast Group, but then you didn't stop. Got Tusi. You still got, you still got your other shit going. That's what I love. I love that. That's Thank what made you, me really love it. Cause right. I'm like, and for me, it's like, I still don't understand why somebody ain't just pulled up and said, yo, Arnold, here's a hundred million. Yeah. And that's my problem. He's proven he could get it. Right. It's, but it's like, if I give him a hundred million, let me tell you what happened. No, it's, it is cause you black, but it's not because. I whispered that. Hit me I out. Say it I out saw you though, but it is cause you black. <laughs> but let me tell you why it's cause you black. I ain't even put Can I tell you why it's cause you black? Because what Puffy and Jay did, they show people they that look like us. Getting money. Nah, they showed us that you no, it's not that, Tamara. Yes, let me just let me get it out. I'm sorry. They show you that I'm sorry. you can make money being yourself. Because exactly. see, black people, we think, and, and by the way, if you're from the hood, you know I'm talking what I'm saying. When you're from the hood, you we have to code switch. Obviously. We have to come in the room and make you less uncomfortable before we can show you our value. Real talk. And Puff and Jay-Z showed us. You can get a billion by being yourself. Exactly. And that's when they was like, oh, we got to shut these niggas black down. Mm -hmm. So if I see Arnold, get, Arnold Taylor get 100 million, yeah. guess what Ray, Jack, Eddie, everybody in the room is saying, I can get that. Amen. 100%. And they like, I don't want to give that to y'all, motherfuckers. That's you know, reality. You know, you know what's crazy, man? And, I, and I'm and I'm just got, I mean, shout out to Baby, man. Baby, like, sends me four or five records a day, bro, on any good or bad day. The kid, nobody works harder than, than that kid, bro. Like, like to oh. me, I'm so I'm so proud of Lil Bro, like with, just because of like his work ethic. And all my artists work hard. 2C, Tia Karan, you know, Dusty Stay True, Big Miley, name name them all, Black Zach, you know. Um, you know, at the end of the day, bro, it's like if that would have happened to any, in anybody else, you would have seen them quit and fold. Right. You know what I'm saying? The reason Baby is my is my franchise player of the of my label, and Baby wasn't the first artist I signed. I signed a 19-year-old worker, a white girl named Bridget Sky first. Cause I was so mad at the labels. Like, I'm doing my own thing. I went all the way, tried to go pop. Should have called Ray for a hit. That's I, my mistake, yeah. by the way. <laughs> we should have called, but we know we got to I'll get back to that, though. Yeah. I should have established a company what I know first, and I ended up doing that. But, but to me, you know, he's my franchise and my LeBron because 
I know he ain't never gonna quit. You got what I mean? To this day, we never had no problems. We never had no contract disputes. We never had no money. And for like, just take it all, bro. I don't care. No matter if your deal better than my deal, I don't give a fuck. You know, at the end of the day, you know, I want you to win, and like we have a great solid relationship. You know what I mean? So if if he want to go right now to a whole nother label, I'm gonna support that. You mm-hmm. got what I mean? Because because he's done what he's supposed to do for my brand, and and I've done what I'm supposed to do for him. Why would you support that? So, that's what I'm saying. I, I'm gonna talk to you about it later, okay? But you're not but gonna leave he, me. He, he would be. Say, he would be because you're not leaving me. It's like it's no different. Like like, and I don't know the the, the top uh, Kendrick situation, but I know at sometimes at some point the deal is over. Okay. You know what I mean? And these guys are older. You gotta let them be who they're gonna but, be. But, but to me, you you not factoring one thing. You're not factoring one thing. Yeah, he would be he would be a hypocrite. If he didn't do that, exactly. He just said, you you "I made Epic all the money to hopefully do my own mm. thing." Exactly. And they wouldn't let me. So I, I baby, like he can't say to baby, "This is my dream, <laughs> my goal," and not include yours. Yeah. So he's including his. Okay. So that's the most real thing you could do. And at some point, you know, I got mad at people for not letting me be me and not letting me grow mm. because so these guys that had their own labels and own own companies inside of companies told me I had to get rid of my marketing company. Work for you? Wow, I got that worked out. I got somebody working that. So it shows you like you're so concerned about me being focused. My staff right now, my head of radio, from Garrett to everybody else, Garrett's my head of marketing, you know, from King Carter to to Mike, you know, to Darius, to Samika Lewis, to everybody that got my own my own staff. And I pay them myself. They can have their own company. I'm gonna help them get their own company. I'm gonna set them up. Your money gotta make babies. You got what I mean? If I don't set the youth up, you know, I'm an OG. So at the end of the day, y'all got to take it over. Y'all might find somebody hot and keep me going. Cash money, young, young money. money. You got what I mean? Wayne stayed true to baby and and he he kept that legacy going. Because mm-hmm. young money really is Drake and Nikki. Yep. Right? Mm-hmm. Yep. So at the end of the day, if I don't put you in a position to... To, to carry the torch, because I'm so big on, no, you got to be signed to me. I love that. Signed to me. So, you know, we got to educate ourselves. Like, I'm not no dude that that is jealous of mileage. People say they ain't jealous and they want what's best for you. People don't want what's best for you. They want what's best for them. Yeah. And if you yeah. can't help them, yeah. then it's a problem. Yep. If I can't help you, Ray, oh, God, well, you know what? I ain't cool no more. Yep. Then I'm going to see no how you're yeah. moving now. Yeah. You're moving different now, you know? Yeah. Man, damn, we didn't put in... 10, 20 years together. Damn, how much longer I got to be here? And my, and my thing is, is, my <laughs> thing is, is that, but that's how we become our own Sony, our Real own talk. Warner. Real we talk. have to empower the people around us. I tell labels, you know, when I went to work at label, this I pitched this, and they looked at me like, "What?" I said, "Why don't you give, why don't you give employees option and say instead of taking your bonus, I, you can sign something to your own label and build it yourself for Next. the same amount your bonus would be." Next. So my bonus is seventy five thousand. For that year, based on my shit, give me $75,000 budget to go. Yeah, of course. But guess what that means? That means you're going to get power. And we don't want you to be powerful. Bro, it's it's for, to be honest with you, that's why I'm like in this place of like, I'm fearless. And I, I, it's like, I don't even want to do this. Like, I know I'm better than 95% of the people at the companies. How about, you know, I know I'm better because they still calling me for help. No, you always say the labels don't know what they're doing. No, but here's why they don't, but it's not, they don't, but they don't have to. They, they are the, the premier brand and my hope exactly. my, my I'm wishing I'm saying this out loud I want South Coast Music Group to become a Warner my man I want Please. that we're going because if he does guess what that means yep. everybody around us eats that's what we're going everybody for. that look like us eat and that's what I, it's nothing better than one of us being in a seat 
And my, they don't do that. And these niggas hold us back. Exactly. And race had a job in the label. I had jobs in the label, but but the reason I respect race so much is because you've accomplished so much on your own. You know Thank what I mean? You. And I and and I just don't rock with nobody who ain't got no story, first of all. You ain't got no story, is man, we can't be nothing but associates. Cause I don't know when you're gonna run and tell it and all kind of weird shit, you know? Mm. I think I think at the end of the day, man, it's like, you know, I I always been my own man. You know what I mean? I'm from Carolina. I'm from a city that that in a music city. I made it a music city. I made I, you created the industry. I didn't you, move to the you are the LA Reed yeah. of that city. Real you talk. Are. I didn't move to, to the A and I didn't move to I got tired of breaking artists from everywhere but my city. They didn't give us J. Cole. So I said, all right, they didn't give us J. Cole. Petey Pablo older than me. You know, shout out to Petey Pablo. <laughs> but we still talking about Petey Pablo like it was yesterday. And Petey Pablo did amazing things for the Carolinas. I love Petey Pablo, what he did. And he had a song called North Carolina. Come on, he was actually signed that. to Timberland. Sure so at the end of the day, That's crazy. you still thinking about the Carolinas that far back? Yeah. That bothered me. So I said, <laughs> I don't know how I feel in my city, Ray. If I'm breaking everybody from everywhere else. You gotta be your own man. I said, man, I can't own. even. And I'm watching oh them sign. I'm mm-hmm. watching them sign artists in my city doing it all wrong. Because one thing about Carolinas is a melting pot. Mm-hmm. My dad from Jersey, you know, my from up north, he came to Charlotte, moved to Miami. We're like southeast though. You got you can get a J Cole in in North Carolina who sound like he's from from Brooklyn, mm-hmm. and you can get, you know, I don't know who somebody that sound like they're from the south. Maybe a Petey. Yeah, you know what I mean. You know somebody who. It's a melting pot of, I can sign five different artists, and I got 10 artists right now, and they all sound different. Yep. I'll never sign an artist that's the same. Mm-hmm. That's my little Gemini mind, you know what I mean? It's like, you know, I have to, I have to keep it intrigue for me, because if I'm signing just all trap rappers, now I'm the trap label. Not, not exactly. And now you're you, <laughs> you know I mean? you, you getting pigeonholed into, like, that's what you are. Yeah. yeah I don't want be, like I said, I don't want nobody to call me urban. I'm a record label. And then you got to start yeah. South Coast Music Pop. Yeah, because you, you don't call West. Warner Brothers Urban. Yeah. You, don't you, don't, Warner, you, don't, you don't say Warner Urban. Yeah, no. you don't say Def Jam Urban. Nah. I mean, you might try to pitch in the hole of that, but at the end of the day, I don't, I'm not an urban label. What's the end goal for you? The end goal for me is the one put on, keep put on for my city, um, sign more artists, just develop, you know, I'm trying to be the Def Jams. I'm trying to be the Motowns, you know. Um, you know, Baby, my deal with Baby is through a JV Interscope, which I'm not, you know, exclusive with. And with with two C's at Capitol. I signed two C four years ago, by the way. Everybody that, that you guys see me doing is they've been baking in the oven. They're coming out the oven right now. You know what I mean? This yep. shit didn't happen yesterday. I ain't just get lucky. You know, Tia Corinne. I signed Tia Corinne three years ago. Wow. You know? So you know, so people think I just they just all happen. I people in, in the oven right now and they're gonna be baking it and they come out later. You know, but I put in the work. But I think that I think that the end goal for me is to is with Tia, you know, I'm going through foundation. It's in the straight independent. I got labels right now, but to me, I want to keep everybody at South Coast, just do a high-end distribution deal. I'm going for ownership. I'm going for power. I'm just, people People calling me now about, you know, triple-digit million deals and, and, and hedge funds and everybody want to, you know, me and P talked about that the other day. Like, people calling now, but it's like, I see people that did less than me that got, Two three hundred million dollars. You know what I mean. Right. He did it right. You know. You know. Even Mike Karen. Mike Karen did it. Did it different because Mike comes from radio. Mike Karen APG is the only person I know. You know that was in promo on radio that didn't get pigeonholed. Yeah. You got what I mean. And he slid over to to the record side and signed NBA Young Boy and and Kevin Gates and Charlie Puth. Yeah. So 
but at the end of the day, you know, sofa means a dollar. So I'm just starting to get that respect really and truly because I got to do so much more, you know. And then sometimes you get more props working for a label. You know, I was so high to Def Jam, and they was probably paying me $50,000 a year. Yeah. You would have thought I was making Absolutely fifty million not. a year. What I'm doing with fifty? And now I got now I'm on the high if I'm if I break an artist, it's a different type. So you gotta be cool enough to be like Def Jam on the line. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean no, it's back Tamir, in the days, Tamir, but I mean Tamir, y'all don't understand, man. I want y'all to understand. <laughs> we we talk about the predatory deals that labels do Real talk. to artists. We need to be talking talk. about the predatory deals that labels do to their employees. Exactly. Because exactly. because Every employee that wanted to be great or had the ambitions to build their own house, the minute that the labels knew that you wanted to be more, they treated you like the enemy and they ostracized you. Facts. And so for me, it's like, it's, and I don't even know who to blame because it's like these companies have been around so long. But these people, man. Dog, yeah. these people, these people are, are like, it's just messed up how they treat people that look like us. And, only, and no disrespect to Mike Karen because Mike Karen to me is top five a and all time. He is. No, he, he is. is brilliant. He is. But, yeah. If Mike Karen, Mike Karen can get, this is why, okay, this is why systematic racism exists. Is, hit me out. Oh, no, hold on, y'all don't. Let me just say this real quick. That's my favorite. Because the system, because <laughs> the way it sounds, it sounds like the system is racist towards people. Real talk. That's not what it is. Mm-hmm. What it is, is, is that, what, say, what you want to say? No. Systematic, systematic yeah. racism exists because someone at the top, if someone at the top doesn't understand where you come from, how can they, uh, how can they truly invest in you and build you up and support you? Thanks. So Mike Karen looks like Craig Kalman, his boss at the time. So Craig Kalman is like, oh, I know where you come from. I know who you are. Let Real me talk. empower and give you an opportunity. And he became bigger than Craig Kalman. And Craig, well, he became probably, he, he made a lot of fucking money, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Craig Kalman didn't lose his position. Now, here's the thing. They see we got they see us as a monolith. They see you're from the hood, everybody from the hood is the same. They don't know that there were people in the hood that were locking their doors and everything else because they didn't want to let the bad people out. We had exactly. to interact with them when we didn't. So if a guy like Arnold Taylor comes in the room, or let's say Arnold Taylor is running uh, uh, Warner Records. Mm-hmm. If he sees a young guy who he's doing a deal with, uh, Eddie, and he's gonna, and Eddie is like, I want to do more. I want to be big. He's going to be like, I got you. Real talk. Why? Because he looks like him. He sees him. He knows where he comes from. He knows the, the hangups he has. So the system is not racist. It's just no people that look like us that can do something for us in power. Exactly. So the only people that win are the people that look like the people. So uh, Aaron Bayshuk can come to a- Atlantic and as an intern and sign fucking uh, Plies. He can sign Bruno Mars. He can sign uh, Cupid. He can do all of that. But a black guy can't do that because in our world, you only know this. So yep. it's not the race. Not the the system is racist. It's the system has been one way for so long. Real talk. I can't. I'm gonna be honest with you. At the only time in my life that I felt like I was truly an American was when Barack Obama won. Real talk. That was the first time I cried because I was talk. like, "Fuck." Talk. Yeah. They accept system, us. Crazy. The system is racist. No, first no. Of but all, it, it, we're not gonna. You don't have to. You don't have to live something to understand it and 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 help people and be caring. And just because you didn't come from the same place as me and just because you don't understand where I came from doesn't mean that we equal. Tamir, can I say something? You're contradicted right now. I'm going to prove it to you. We got your, company right no, now. No, I know, so but I, I would gonna, say something. Oh, hey, yo, no, but, but, but you're, you're contradicted right now. And I'm going to prove it to you why. On. Because say it. if anybody watches this show, 
Tamira always speaks from the position of a black woman. woman That's what I from am. Harlem. Yep. When we speak about a subject, you no see it through the eyes of a black woman from Harlem. Well, but like hear me, me out. Hear me out. But you're also saying we need white men to see our position also. And but I but my thing is that I don't have to be a white man to understand what they what they go through. We've been black people have been living. We've been telling our story. We're not some niggas hiding under a rock and you don't know what's going on. You know what's going on. But what is y'all could cater to? But who do our story make sure. the bad person? Pardon? Our stories make who's the bad guys in our story? What the what does that have to do with the conversation? Everything. Who's a bad guy? The, the, Why is there a bad the, guy? The, the, you know who's the bad guy? The white people. White who, people being racist. No, the white people who did what they did. Tamira, all it is is this. Like, see, Slave let me tell you something. You know what the hardest thing for me is? Sitting down That's next to I a mean. white guy who comes from, like, uh, uh, a, a better background than me. So, think, hold on me real quick. Everybody brings their shit to the table. We all do. We bring our experiences, what we learn, what we've seen, everything. As soon right. as Arnold said, I learned from Timberland, I'm like, that's how he took over. Because he understands, he understands two most important things. Marketing, A&R. I'm an A&R guy. I'm a manager first, but I understood music because I thought music was, was going to get me out, mind you. And that's why I have hits. Right. And I don't have artists signed to my label because I didn't right. understand. I just caught on to the marketing thing. But my thing is, is that I don't want white people to feel bad for what it is. Because I want white people hit me to feel out. Bad. Hit me I out. Want I don't want them to feel bad for what it is because it is what it is. But if you're saying to us, how can we start better? Arnold, how can we be better uh, 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 counterparts to your community? You have to understand the only reason why you are saying that to us is because you have control over us. Because if yeah. you didn't have control over us, we wouldn't need you. All right, real talk. They know what it is. They real talk. Know what it is. I, I think, I mean, you got to think it's, it's one. If it's you ask one. how to better my community and you ain't even in it, then that shows what a fucking control you got. But, I'm, you but here's the thing. I'm, I'm, control my damn community. But, how are you asking me? But, but, but Tamir, as, uh, Tamir, I'm a man. All right. And my thing is, I'm a man. We and got company, we, so no, it's good though. It's good. I'm doing this. He know we talk about this. I know. But I'm saying I'm a man, and 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 we James Brown famously says a man's world, right? So at this point in time, we have the line right after that. But it's a man's world, but it wouldn't be nothing but without a woman. Oh, I knew that. I knew there was a line that came right after. But hit me out. But hit me out. But hit me out. Girl, you No, but hit me out. You're right. But what I'm saying is that as a man. We've always, I've seen the world through my eyes, right? right a right. woman was there for what I want, thought she was there for. So now, in today's time, as we matured, we see women differently. We can't tell y'all what to do with y'all bodies. These are things that you didn't Talk. hear when I was 18. Talk. Her body was yours to do what you want. You couldn't tell her what to do with her body. You couldn't Facts. tell her. Look it at was women. Your playland. You know what I'm saying? That's my point. So my thing is this, is that that doesn't mean I'm sexist. That just means I didn't understand the female perspective. I understand the female perspective now. So now I want to empower women. I want to, like, now I'm like, fuck, Education. it is hard. Education. I do have to protect you differently. But it takes me, but that's what I'm yeah. saying. It's no different. Appreciate but that. I feel like white people are afraid to really give us power because it's so much anger that are, comes with the change, change, right. change. Because right. right. we're superior. That's why they don't want to give us well, power. See, but I'll skip that for another But it day. is, though. It, it, it's it's, it's oh, knowledge is power, though, because let me tell you something. It's like he's crazy. I get job offers all the time. We're four hundred years behind, and look at we're we're beating everybody ass. So imagine, <laughs> we're, we're different though. We're different. You know, it's got to think. I get okay. I get job offers all the time because it's like, you know, I can get a job offer to go run a label all day long, but it's like they ain't what I want to do. You know what I mean? I'm I'm too much of an entrepreneur. 
but I'm also I'm also a situation. You can do it your way. Yeah, and and you know what? It's not even about money for me no more. It's about power. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, you know, we we in the hood. I'm about to just get me a million dollars, one million now. And mm-hmm. I realized the four hundred thousand dollars going to taxes and right. <laughs> no. one million is not doing once I get that house, I'm back yeah, broke again. But you don't. But that's that's that just shows you we have to educate ourselves. Now people talk in hundred millions like it's like it's one million, right? Yeah. yeah. That just shows you the now education, right? Real talk. But I, it shows it shows you. That's what I'm saying. So that's what I mean, Tamira. It's nothing like that's why I want to make it known. This is I'm never gonna be angry. I'm never gonna be mad. But what talk. I will say is, if you ask me. Be prepared for the answer, but I'm not going to volunteer the information. I, I don't walk in a room and say, I, pe- white people didn't know I was black until I wrote Dear Black White Executives. That was the first Favorite time they was like, I've oh, you really are black. Read. Huh? Favorite thing I ever read. No, but I'm saying, but guess what? I, I'm better than everybody that works at one on the A&R staff Amen. that look like me. Yeah, Ray, and one, thing, one thing about you. Not I wish that I look just, like you, everybody on no, the No, but let me tell you nothing. Let me say Real nothing. I'm staff. better than everybody on the A&R staff, but I will say this. Sweetie ain't had a hit since Ray been gone. And Ali Chopper, and Ali Chopper, biggest hit, slutted me out, was the last record Ray turned in. Rembel ain't put Stop out a song. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm saying facts. Can I get a flex bomb my, on but this get, one? But guess what though? Boom, but guess boom, what though? Boom. In the real world, somebody would sit back and look and be like, "We need to go get him back and fix it." That's what I'm saying. But guess what? Fixing it means, Tamara. Admitting that you're wrong. Oh. Real talk. And no one wants to Ego. admit they're wrong. Ego. They don't. Ego. Ego. And because if Ego. you admit you're wrong, Ego. now the, your boss is looking like, "Oh, well, he was really the one." Listen. Listen, Come on, man. I should have got my first $100 million from... I said first, my, I I my first because I don't have first it yet. Pack. I'm sorry. Hello. I, I should have got, <laughs> I should have got, you know, not my first $100 million from Epic Records. Period. Right? Period. And we, and we still would have had that powerhouse going right now. And that's no no diss to LA or diss to uh, Benny, anybody. It's just because Sylvia Rome is the only black executive in the business now. Just so you know. On the label or the record the side, only yeah. black executive in the business. It shows you that... that we so powerful, you know, we know how to make it happen though, but we also feel like, you know, we can't we can't get empowered the right way, so we have to empower ourselves. You know what I mean? I'm half and so, half on that one. You know, I'm just being real with you. But but it's nothing wrong with having a job. I just know me. I'm not no person that if I'm making ten million dollars a year the job, to me it's still a job. It's just a mental thing with me. I didn't ra- I wasn't raised by having the job. Even when I worked with my godfather at the record store, I actually ended up buying a store and owning a store myself. That was like a family You know what I mean? Store. Yeah. yeah. So, yes, Break my first job, my stuff. first job might have been selling copies and fax machines, you know, but it was a commission-based job, right? Because <laughs> I didn't want, I didn't want to make $200 a, a week. No. I didn't want to make $200 right. a week. If I made nothing a week, I was fine, but I could make $1,000 a week, though. Yeah. If, so, if commission-based, yeah. it's based on me. But here's another thing people don't yeah, say about jobs. Here's, here's another thing mentally, people don't yeah. say about jobs that we should, that exactly. y'all got to acknowledge. You get a job making $10 million a year, guess what you're also going to do? You're going to start living your life like you're, you're making, making $10 million, $10 million a year. <laughs> and once you live your life like you're making $10 million a year, guess what you just did, guys? You Same need habit. that $10 million a year Every to maintain year. your fucking lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And then you can't go start nothing because, like, dog, the most humblest thing I had to do, and it's all because I, I know you get this because you in Charlotte. Was hum, was was knowing every how everything ended at Warner and having to go back to Atlanta and yep. say either I'm gonna make a phone call or I'm gonna just say you know what fuck that I'm gonna set up my own shop and I'm gonna work for myself. Exactly. Now I also know that niggas is gonna be looking like oh fuck Ray fell off Ray yeah. fell and you got to deal with that. Yeah. But it don't. But the only way I'm going to have to get to where I want to get. Is if, like you said, I have to do it, bro. Because they are not going to empower you. 
They don't want to because they need you. Real talk. Real they talk. need you. And the best A&Rs and the best people in the business don't want jobs now because they want to build something for their fucking kids. That's and the right. business is like, no, nah, we can't do that. And to me, it's like, until they start doing that, and here's another thing I'm going to say on record. Name a fucking artist that is broken in the last fucking 10 years that wasn't attached to a production company. When the baby came out and was blown up, guess what I knew? He, had, he was somebody. Boom. Now, oh, he would, oh, that's why he got these hits. He would have got to understand this how we eat. We make right. hits, right? Look at, look at. Look at fucking Dolce. Look at Kendrick. Look at Jacob. Look at anybody. Let me tell you why these guys are breaking. Because as much as we don't want to say it, you're black daddy. You might not want to miss. You might. We might be big bro, but to them people in them buildings, you black daddy. So guess what that says? When they in them rooms, they're like, you think we can get the baby to do one, two, three? And guess what they saying if if, if uh, Arnold's not there? Hell yeah, he could do it. Because they talking to an A&R guy who's getting paid half a million dollars a year that's, yes. that he knows his job depends on making the baby do it. Mm -hmm. But Arnold's there. So fuck, you know, Arnold ain't going to go for that. Right. And right. not only that, he is, this is his money. As this is what y'all don't understand, labels that y'all don't fucking get. And I'm just being honest, is that. Well, Ray yelling at us. No, no, I'm not. No, because I'm not angry. Yeah, I'm just me, saying. I hear you. But, I'm like saying, but here's something. This is what I'm trying to say, is that you have people, you have employees that get paid X amount of dollars to do their job. Now, here's the fact. If they break one out of ten, they did their job. The other fucking nine. Could just are, to the ground. are casualties award and the one gonna pay for it. Am I right or wrong? Am I right, right, okay? So guess right, what? Right. Guess what Arnold needs? <laughs> he right. comes in the room and he's like, I know y'all got black, Summer Walker, <laughs> all this shit, Real but talk. the baby, what are we doing? Talk. And, and I, that's why the baby became a superstar because it was a partner. So my only thing I'm saying to labels is, is you should instead of signing more artists, you should be signing more production companies and then finding talent on TikTok saying, Hey Arnold, this record is going viral. Do you think you could take this kid? And go far. Matter of fact, you should go meet with them because that's what Jimmy would do. I got this white kid, Robin Thick, fucking uh, 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 Pharrell, Pharrell. You come do it. Mm. Oh, I got this fucking white kid, Eminem, Dre. You do it. They didn't bring them people. I'm that. glad you said that. Yeah, I'm from a Jimmy Iovine school. You know, I worked in Interscope during that time, and, and and Jimmy was big on empowering. Like, and, and Berman is actually a really good friend of mine. Steve Berman was with, with Jimmy Iovine, still at Interscope, because. Berman and me is, is is my Jewish brother that understands us. Love Steve Berman. You know, and, and the reason I say this is because, you know, he'll tell me, Arnold, you're the prize. You're the guy. You know, not not to feed my ego, but he's, he's like, what happens when you get the next artist? People think that we asking for all this money from the labels because we want to be in partnership with them just because it's for us getting money. But you don't realize, now I got a next artist, don't get mad because everybody's trying to sign the next artist because that would have automatically went to you as well. We married now. Yep. You got what I mean? So it ain't just me committing, you know, uh, I'm sorry, it ain't just you committing to me. It's me committing to you as well. You know, you know, I'm, I'm divorced now. But in business, in business, I want to be married. You got yeah, what I mean? Me because too. if I can cheat, you know, if I can't cheat, but you can cheat, that's not a marriage. Nah. You know what I mean? That's what's happening right now. Everybody want to cheat. I want to be invested yeah. in each other. Yeah. Like I, got a, I got an artist that's made, a, 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 a one artist that's made, you know, a company of $100 million a year. $100 million since he's been there. Mm -hmm. You got people with five artists that ain't made that kind of money. But I still can't go in that building and get fully what I want. So my philosophy, I tell my kids all the time, two things I tell my kids, anybody going to give you nothing. Mm -mm. You got what I mean? And they never seen my struggle. 
you know, I hate my kids and see my struggle because sometimes I, I try to take them to the hood and all this, I'll do all this some weird shit, you know. <laughs> and they're like, what this is where this? This I grew up at right here. What is this? <laughs> Dad, when we going to Chick-fil-A, okay? <laughs> That's not my life. life. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Chick-fil-A ain't a real restaurant, man. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> nah, Chick-fil-A is cool. But at the end of the day, I'm just saying, that's just like, they got their, their own bathroom, they had their own their own thing, they had their own bed, they had they, they have to share. They didn't see the lights getting cut off. They didn't come home and see roaches. Yeah. They didn't come home and see none of that. You know, I see my you mom lose job. her job. Amen. I see my mom lose her job. You know what I mean? Yeah. So at the end of the day, at the, the day, it's like, I know ain't nobody going to give you nothing. And I, I teach my kids to be leaders mm. because we all do dumb shit. But I, every time I did dumb shit, I did it because I wanted to do it. Not because my homeboy did it. Yo, I can watch people do dumb shit all day long. And I'm telling you, I, I see y'all later. Yep. I'm that mind, mind, strong-minded. Never did hard drugs. They ain't my thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Weed ain't hard drugs, first of all, guys. I mean, you know. So you know. Now you weed heads out here. Don't get mad. <laughs> I was like, hold on. I said, talking about cocaine hey, and heroin. I said, my hard drugs. <laughs> yeah. You doing perks and all yeah, kind yeah, of weird yeah. shit. Yeah. And then cocaine and all that. Listen, more power to you. I'm not judging. I never did it. Because one thing, I like to be in my mind. I, I don't like to be outside of my mind. Me neither. And, I, and I've always been real responsible as a kid. I've been telling my mom since I was. Six, seven years old, I'm going to be successful, mom. I'm going to be successful. I know what I wanted to do. It's okay to not know what you want to do. You know what I'm saying? It's just, I'm going to be successful. I didn't care if I was going to be the hottest plumber. Yeah. It didn't matter to me. Yep. I was going to be business. I'm, I'm a businessman. I do real estate. I do a lot of business things. You know, so I just, I'm just an entrepreneur. So I have to understand, too, two things. The reason I haven't got three, $400 million from, from a label yeah. because um, I had to ask myself that, one, they know I can do a lot of the shit without them. And, and two, you know, they also know at the end of the day, my model don't fit their model. Mm-hmm. Most labels that got that kind of money got 25, 30 artists, TikTok, one hit wonders and a lot of stuff. They got some big artists in the midst of that. Yep. I won't crowd my roster like that. I want superstars. If I got five artists that's superstars, I'm happy. Hell yeah. I don't want 20 artists. You know what I'm nah. saying? I, don't, I just don't want it. You know what I mean? So... You know, I mean, everybody got to be, and you know, and, and, and they're playing the they're playing, they're playing the consumption game. Real talk, like that's what they're playing. They're playing like they're literally coming to the roulette table, betting on red and black, and we're right. betting on seven. Exactly, and we're gonna keep losing <laughs> until. But when seven hit, we up, and they like years. red one day, red or black gonna win every day. They gonna always get, Woo! but they ain't that's gonna a good get. Analogy, yeah. I'm a gambler, so. But I'm signing artists. <laughs> I'm signing artists is eight years, four years, three years. And they're going to come to me when it's time to come to me, you know, because nobody mm-hmm. wants to do the ugly work. You know what I mean? Time and matters. I like doing the ugly work. It's, me too. It's therapeutic for me. Me too. Because it, the reward is so much better, man. You know, I was going to say, I like doing it. I just got to because because it takes me to back to where I was. And when I was coming up, you couldn't have paid me to think that I would be here. Real talk. So. Real talk. And that fear. Facts. Puts stress on the body. It, it, it drives you crazy. It's scary. You make decisions based on fear that you so, make based on yourself. And for me, just having, if I would have just had somebody in my life saying, you got it, you're doing right, mm-hmm. you would be that. But you don't have that. So that's why I do it. Like for me, it's like I, like I love, like I'm writing a book right now and I was talking to my writer today and we was writing it and I was like, make sure you stress I can't, I had nothing. Cause she was telling the story about how I, I had to, cause you know, I was driving to New York to play my music. This is not, right, this right. MP, nigga, he, he like, I want to hear the songs. I'm driving right. 13 hours there, 13 hours back to play right. two songs. So he was like, so I, 
And she was like, yeah, you, you was doing that to get a deal. I said, nah, don't say I was doing that. I was doing that to change my fucking life. That's I right. was broke. I was hungry. My mom didn't have shit. My mom was driving school buses for $2,000 a month. Dog, I didn't fucking do that to get a deal. Every time a you deal say that, I changes my life, exactly. my nigga. Real talk. So, I want, so I'm Real like, talk. I want to stress to anybody listening. It's, it, I, and I feel like people see pods and they think, you're sitting on high and mighty. Nah, nigga. If we were sitting on high and mighty, nigga, we'd be doing something way different. We'd be sitting at a cigar bar talking <laughs> shit. Or, nah, real yeah, talk. talk. Like, nigga, yeah, we yeah, are Robin talk. Hoods, my yeah, nigga. Talk, we yeah. have figured out a way to make money from the rich and coming back saying, how can I help the poor? No, your office is right there. You work yeah, and people, the whole and, day. And Arnold, my biggest frustration. I got to tell you, Arnold, my biggest frustration <laughs> is that there are people that's like, you still in the business? I'm like, nigga, I couldn't do this show. If it wasn't, my office wasn't right there. And that's why I run my business out. People think I'm checking my phone. When I see Nori doing interviews and he's checking his phone and he's checking his phone for notes and questions. No, nigga, I'm actually approving records right right. now and approving deals. (laughs) That's literally what I'm doing as I'm filming. We we freestyling. Yeah. So my my thing, we are, and that's the thing. That's the hard part about where Arnold and I sit. We are freestyling. We both are smart enough to know five years from now, we can be down and fucking out. So because I know that I get off my ass every day and work like I am already down and out. Exactly. I'm and niggas be way. niggas don't work like they're down and out. Niggas nah. be niggas can't wait to celebrate. Like niggas nah. get one check. What y'all celebrate? Niggas get one check. Drinks on me. Drinks on you. Know you know what's crazy though? My most my most <laughs> my most asked. Oh, I don't don't have to do it like that. My my most asked question <laughs> like we going to is. Win. But I missed the joke. <laughs> she yeah. called somebody out. She's like, that, that's Braxton. Like, why would you say that? It's all good. Let's go. I don't believe it about Braxton. You know, my most asked question is because people love to age us out. Mm. You're in your 40s and 50s, man. People want to age you out. You know what I mean? But I'm watching these executives at 70 years old. You know what I mean? That don't look like me. Mm. You know, they age you out. But at the end of the day, it's like, man, knowledge is power. You know, you need your young people in the game, your young, your young gunners. You need old school. All my friends are older than me. Mm-hmm. I wanted to learn from the old old heads because they they can tell me where I'm going. You know what I mean? But I, but I also you know know at the end of the day it's like like we just have to we have to realize like what we want. People ask me all the time, and why you work so hard, man? Don't you have enough? I'm not doing it for money though. Mm-mm. I'm really doing it for everybody else. Yeah. You know what I mean? I've still got some people's lives I want to change. I still got people in my staff I want to set up. So when I walk away, you know, from it, and I mean walk away from retirement to us, we never retire, you know? Mm-mm. We walk away from, like, we enjoy our life more. We may be in the office a couple of days a week now and not seven days a week. Nah. But I'm going to roll my artists, man. I don't, I, I, I'm not the CEO that sits in the office and delegate. And if I got to drive the bus, I drive the bus, though. You know what I mean? I don't care who I broke. I don't care how much money I got. And that's just me. I'm a working CEO. I don't even like being in the office. You know, I like being out. I don't do every single thing go to the club and try to be young. That's not what I do. But I'm involved and I pop in and I know I want to see it. Even my smallest artists, I ain't just talking about Baby and Two Cent here, even my smallest artists, I'm still, I'll pop up at that show, you know, 200 people, 100 people, and be like, wow, you know how important that is to an artist to see the CEO come in and be at the show? Because he, and, and you can sign to a label and they never come come until you get hot. Now, oh, guys, you hot knew you could do it. Yep. Did you? Yeah, that's what I was remember. You know what I'm saying? Because not, not only are you there when they're performing in front of 50 yeah. people, when they get off that stage, the first voice they're going to hear is yours saying, that was great. Let's do this better. Yo, Real don't talk. worry about the crowd. Real talk. That's artists develop. Like, artists like- That reminds a, me when you, when I first started working with you, we went to go see Bonja play out in West Bubble yeah. Fuck somewhere. And 
he was so happy yeah. that Ray made time. Like, he was That's like, is Ray going to come? Is Ray going to come? I'm like, I don't know. He said hey, he was. You got to do it. And Ray showed <laughs> up, and his energy, everything changed. Like, he just turned into Superman at I know, that point. I know. So, I, know. I, I can't That's what, And to be honest with you right now, artists are like, Artists are like character development. Like, like when they get to a superstar, that's when you can say they blockbuster, right? Like, like right now, like artist development is like, like, okay, I'm gonna name a character Superman. What does he look like? He wears red and blue. Let me draw him. Okay, what does he do? He kryptonite is his week. So you get his story, right? That's yep. the, that's the bacon he's speaking about. The comic book is like the stores in front of this. But when they get to that place where they make a two hundred million dollar movies, right, <laughs> nigga, that that's when they're there. But Name a superhero that name a superhero movie that we've seen or a blockbuster movie we've seen that didn't have a story to it, a backstory. You have to tell a backstory. I just see that. I just the, the, the frustrating part for me is that I feel like I know all the answers and I just got to sit back and watch them make the bad moves. And it's like, you know what? Just do something else because it's frustrating. It's yeah. frustrating because like you know that's not gonna work. You know that that's not good. Yeah. And you you and you also want to help because I know and I know you know this. Is that yeah? I got ten artists, but that's ten families that are all sitting in the house at the table. You know how the politicians be like, I know America's at the lunch table, the dinner table now saying this. These families sitting at the table saying, Arnold got us. Yep. Arnold, those guys, Arnold Garrett, King Carter, they We're all talking. got us. And when you have that pressure on you, you can't bullshit. Nah, because you know how you got here when somebody had to get you. Listen, so it's bro, like, I know. you know what I mean. So I it's just necessary. And I tell my artists, man, listen, I haven't had a lot of help. I mean, even even I started my label, I got hit it on. People thought I was crazy. Why you gonna do that, man? You know, to age, why you gonna leave the label? You get a big check, this and that. That's them getting a big check, bro. You know, but uh, my city need me. You got what I mean? Mm. And um, and I'm I'm up for the challenge, bro. I don't want nothing. I ain't never got nothing easy before. Everything, if it comes too easy for me, I'm nervous. Like, oh, I came too easy. You know what I mean? So, for me, I think that that I wanted to do it while, while I was still in love with the business. You know what I mean? Because once you, once you ain't in love with the business no more, it's almost passion. like, now I'm just doing it. You know, I can't add nothing to the culture. I want to do it while, you know, while I was coming off, off of a hot season, while I was already, you know, intertwined with other artists and and. And I want I just want to do it for my city. I, mean, oh, I want to ask you a question. <clears throat> and I, you just made me think about something. What's that? Do you think the reason why you love the business so much is because you're still living in the same place you started? Yes. Because let me tell you why I said three sixty. I don't know nobody. Yeah. I don't know no I don't know no label execs in LA that are really happy. Like, Listen, I don't know the label execs that moved to New York that are really happy. You know nah, what I'm trying to say? Nah. Like, you get jaded, you start hating the business. Like me, I always tell people, like, my superpowers, I still live in Atlanta. Real talk. Like, don't get me wrong. Maybe if I went to L.A. and I, I posted up, I can get whatever I want. But I'm going to hate the world because I'm going to have to play their way. And out here, you, I'm still touching the ground every day. Like, you, like that's why I think P is successful. Exactly. Top. Top's from L.A., though. Baby. Baby never moved to New York or L.A. when... When Hurricane Katrina happened, they moved to Miami. You look at the CEOs who are all winning. They all are winning because they stayed where they was. They had 100%. that foundation that they built 100%. around them. I live in Miami and Charlotte. And, yep. and, and at the end of the day, I've always lived in those places. I work. I tell you, I live in Miami and Charlotte. You know, I work in New York and L.A. I lived in L.A. I lived in New York. But to me, I couldn't wait to get back home. Yep. You know, because I wasn't moving out there because I wanted to be. People were like, ah, I'm moving to L.A. And you seem a little happy, bro. Aren't you from uh, Chicago? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. to me, it, it's like what you're looking for. I don't, I'm not a cloud chaser. I'm not saying you're a cloud chaser because you're moving to LA or New York. 
I just think that I can go see my mom. You know what I'm saying? I can go see my mom. I ain't home a lot, but I can go see my mom. I can invite over for dinner. Yep. I can see my kids. You know, to me, it's important that, that, and all my artists, I don't care if you got a house in L.A., wherever you got a house in New York, whatever, you better have a house in Carolina because the minute we start moving and, and all this other stuff, we doing what everybody else did in Carolina is why it wasn't hot before. Because we was moving and I watch people moving from somewhere else all of a sudden now, bro. You not, you know, you're and they not. become different. <laughs> but I see now, I got kids, I got friends from Die Hard, Brooklyn, and Burroughs, and all of us. Brooklyn, I was country and all kind of shit when I was living in New York now. Man, you know, I was born in Brooklyn. I was born in Carolina, man. I was born in uh, in uh, Jacksonville. <laughs> My mom from so and so, cut it out, nigga. You never said that before, bro. I've been knowing you for a long time. So what I know what, I, what I'm doing is right because people coming to me. Telling me about their Carolina story now. Tupac's mom is from Carolina. Yeah. You know that. And, yeah. I, and I don't know if this is Pam Greer. I don't know if this is still <laughs> a, a fact. Yeah. But when I was working, when I was intern, I heard this. So I heard that North Carolina and, and South Carolina, those two states are the top two states for record sales. Yeah. When, when sales were, when records were selling, those two states sold more records than every other why? state. Hundred percent. I don't know why. Let me tell you what really made me me say, damn. I'm about to retire from Epic and go back to my city. I was with Future, and I seen Future make more money in the streets at the club. And I ain't telling this business because we all know Future Rich, yeah. whatever. Future was getting booked by the clubs in my city. My my city because Carolina's is big, it's but it's North and South Carolina. I'm the first one to start saying Carolinas because I wanted to make the city sound bigger because Charlotte wasn't big enough. Exactly. So I had to say I had to include South Carolina with North Carolina. Because we cousins, even though we're totally different, we cousins. That's but, crazy. That's yeah. Dope. Yeah, that's dope. Yeah, but 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 to me, Future, we probably did 30, 40 dates inside Carolina. We was in places I never heard of before. We go to Jacksonville. We go to New Brown. We was going to all these places in between. I'm like, what the hell is this? Four hours this way, three hours this way. He was getting bags. I'm thinking to myself, y'all don't even support y'all own artists like this. But Cass from Atlanta was coming to Carolina getting real bags. I watched them do it. Yeah. Cause they was calling me. Yeah. And I was helping them get bags, but I was also talking shit to all the promoters like, man, y'all don't even book your own artists. That's fine. You ain't got no artists out here. I wonder why. Because y'all ain't supporting no artists out here though. You know, so to me, I think that I think that um, you know, I mean, shout out to Ninth Wonder too. Ninth Wonder man, yeah. he do he got his thing going in, you know, in the Raleigh area. He's been like dedicated. Like to me, I feel like, you know, when I saw that. Sometimes you got to leave out of your city, man, to realize, damn, it's money in my city. Even some of the real estate I should have bought in Charlotte, those hood, ain't never going to be nothing. Yep. Multi-million dollar place, I should have owned that whole yeah. block. Yep. But I'm so busy trying to yeah. chase this and that. You know what I mean? Because It's like the alchemist. Yeah. It's like the alchemist. Like the alchemist, you go on this whole journey not realizing everything you're looking for was already inside you. Come on, you bro. There, but sometimes you got to go through that journey to see like, oh, that's how they do it. Oh, wow, that's how they do it. Oh, that, because you we you don't know what you're doing wrong. You don't, man. Mm -hmm. You don't. And people have to tell me. Do it right. You better tell me when I'm in New York and L.A. and all these places, you know, I just bought uh, something in Asheville. You know, oh, yeah, I like Charlotte. I, uh, I'm buying something in so-and-so yeah. area. Damn, really? People in my, I'm outside of my city. People are telling me they're investing in my city. Oh, shit, I should be owning. You got what I mean? Oh. I could afford it back then, obviously. I wouldn't read it now, but. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but you still could have been on the still, ground. But it's the knowledge, yeah, though. Yeah, you exactly. know what I mean? I wouldn't have got a loan. You know, I bought my yeah. first house 
at 20 years old, bro. I, I moved out when I was 18 years old. Not because me and my mom. I'm a mama's boy. Yeah. I just want my own. I'm just, a, I'm just an independent guy. Yeah. I want to have my girls over here. My By the way, you're a man. Knows. By the way, you're a you man. You, that's what a man's supposed <laughs> yeah. to be. He's supposed to move out at 18 and go be his yeah, own man. Yeah, you got to get put out yeah. or move out. You, yeah. nah, I can go back to my mama's house today. But I just think it's important. What do you want the next generation of music makers and artists, producers, everybody, future record labels, what do you want them to know? About South Coast? Or this period? Just I think period. I think artists gotta invest in themselves, man. Like just 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 talking about baby and talking about any artist that are, you know, is different, you know, from the younger artists to the newer artists, because, you know, baby got like a different side of me. Like we did everything, single thing. Baby would do something small and I go to a radio station and do something that my eighteen year old artist won't do because he didn't grow up listening to radio. Yep. So he don't think the importance of doing the smaller stuff. So even when baby even the baby don't getting listen to radio. But even the baby getting three, four hundred, five hundred thousand dollars a show or whatever he getting, he still go do something that makes sense for the culture and the community. So I think, you know, with the younger artists is coming in today if you sign into people like me or P or Ray or, or drama or, you know, got it, whoever the case may be a top, I think you got to understand, you know, these people are taking their hard earned money and trusting you. I, mean, I got a divorce over this shit really though, because mm. my ex-wife hated the business. You got what I mean? I'm not saying the business cost it, but it's a hard business for a woman to sit at home and wait on you to not be hot and, and your artists getting in trouble, and and in they mind for years a long time, bro, for yeah. you to be saying we gonna yeah. we, we gonna, gonna pop, get there. we, we gonna, gonna get pop. There. I, was, I, was, I was about to say, you know, the hard part is, is that yeah. you work you work every day trying to get there, yeah. and then when you finally get there, you got to work harder. But you get so close though, right? Yeah. You ever been so close? Like, trust me, baby, it's about to happen. Yep. You know what I mean? That's why your partner got to be solid. You know what I mean? Your big boys, you messing with? Gotta be solid, yeah. Because <laughs> because they, they gotta understand that you're around guys. Everybody ain't trying That's to sleep why I with can't you. Date, though. Everybody ain't trying to sleep with you though. Some people really disrespect the fact that we can have a great relationship. But I think that my advice to young people, man, is just like don't ever stop working though, because the internet ain't real to me though. It's the what you it's what real. you use. It. I mean, cancel culture, whatever. You know, you can only cancel yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, now right. watch what you say, but that's just about people. If you just say some stupid shit. You, you know, you got you to understand, you're going to have to, somebody's going to ask you about it, right? Stand on it at <laughs> right? some point. You know what I mean? But, but I also think that, that you know, a lot of artists just don't ain't doubt hard living in the studio. That studio should be your office. Yep. I, I book a studio and no ain't shit going to happen when I walk in there. I can just tell about all this vibe and shit going to happen tonight. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. You know, you know, take you know, your ass to the studio anyway. You know, Something gonna happen this week, right? But you know, but I know I tell artists if you started off, if you made your first successful album, right? Y'all was drinking Coke Forty Five, smoking blunts. Real talk. No, seriously, see your face. The, I always tell people the minute I walk in the studio and I see wine, nigga, it's over. Real talk, it's over. The minute I walk in the room and I start seeing niggas drinking some more expensive what shit, and you're only Hollywood, it's over. It's still over. It's, no, here, let me tell you why. Like let me tell you why. Penny. Let me tell you why. You ever, you ever seen somebody fall off? People fall off all the time, right? Mm-hmm. The reason why they fall off is because they get far from where they started. Yes. And now they don't even know where they started. So my thing is, is that's why I'm, people are like, why do you deal with people? I'm like, because that's where I come from. I don't want to be around people who ain't going to fucking curse or be honest or say some bullshit. Because mm-hmm. that frustration is rooted in, frustration from, in our standpoint is rooted in effort. 
Like, ain't no lazy people out here frustrated. The people that are frustrated are the people that's working every day. Like, I'm doing my best. That's cool. The problem is, is that you want to determine when it works. And it's not in our hand. I always say, work at a pace. Like, Arnold, when we started this podcast, I said, work at a place. I literally said, like, all this equipment you see, this shit came five months in. Because I was like, I'm not buying no goddamn equipment if we can't at least shoot a fucking show. And we were shooting once a day. Right. We were we right. shooting Monday through Friday. We were shooting content. Wow. And then people was like, congratulating, congratulations on your podcast. I'm like, I don't have a podcast. I was just putting out content. Wow. It didn't become a podcast until one day we was here and I was like, let's fucking shoot an episode. And the first episode we shot wasn't even called The God Show. It was called So You Want to Be in the Music Business with us and Nick Love. Remember that? Oh, oh, wow. And it was like, so you want to, and then Nick Love didn't come back. So it was like, well, shit. And then, Arnold, it's written on my board right now. I wrote it in red, Convos with the Gods. And I was like, you know what? We can't call it that. And you spell it because different. Yeah. No, no, no. It was, it was always spelt the same because it was always convos okay. with goats and underdogs. Okay. That's what God okay. stands for. Okay. I so I was you. like, so I remember I was like, damn, I can't call it convos with gods because that means we're going to need a, a, a guest every that's show. Yeah. And, and niggas ain't going to show up for yeah, me. Right, right, so right. I'm like, call it the God show. Bro, and Ray be, didn't think people would show up for him. Like, Ray was like, oh, I got to scrap bro. this. Listen, Arnold, as many people as I know, I'm, I don't ask because in my, in, in my mind, it's like, if, Nigga, if you know me, you want to do it, nigga. Of course, why wouldn't I? But I also know there are some. It's funny because when I'm like, it was like maybe like Puff changed it off me. By the way, shout out to Puff. Yeah, Puff changed it off me because Puff posted me and deleted everything off his page and left that. And then that's when all of this people like started that. following like and that. coming around. But before then, nigga, I, niggas was calling my people, big niggas that we know, calling my people like, hey, Ray is about to go down. Radioactive. Everybody's saying he's talking too much. Da da da. And I was like, no, I ain't talking too much. That's so. My thing was like, I was like, you know what, man? Just keep going because, nigga, if if you could make a phone call to warn somebody, I'm going down. You got the attention. Yeah, you got right. the attention now, nigga. Yeah. You, 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 <laughs> my thing is this: you can make a phone call to call me to say, Ray, I got an opportunity over there for you, nigga. If you care enough to make a phone call, I see Arnold out there doing something dumb, and I'm like, Yo, Arnold, if you stay here, it's eventually gonna get shot. Real talk, like. But if, I, if I'm calling a nigga next to you saying, oh, I'm going to get shot for standing right there. Nigga, I don't give yeah, a fuck crazy. about you. Yeah, you're crazy. Nigga, I'm just really, yeah. I'm really just on some gossip shit. So for me, it was like, and not only that, you got to understand. And I tell us to all artists, support is overrated. Support is overrated. And it's actually kind of the worst thing you could have early on is support. Because when you don't have support and you, and you get to that place where you, you don't have, like, of course you can perform in front of your friends and family. And they'll be like, yeah, we love the music. But the day you got to go perform in front of two pe- 20 people that don't know you, don't give a fuck about you. Nigga, Thanks. now you're looking like, why they don't like my music? What's wrong with me? Fuck, they support my nigga. They don't know they're supposed to clap for you yet. Yep. And it's your job to show them. And if you don't keep fighting and keep coming back and not be afraid to get laughed at, nigga, then you don't deserve to be here anyway. I don't care if y'all clown me, nigga. If you go back on my Instagram, Arnold, you can see me. It's funny. We laugh at this now, Braxton. My first few videos that I put out, people don't even realize I was talking into a mic that wasn't plugged up. <laughs> Are you serious, bro? <laughs> we didn't know how to work the equipment. Real talk, yeah. And then now that we didn't know how to work it. the equipment, number one. And number two, I, I was doing, remember, if you pay attention to me, I was doing content where I was just speaking at my desk. Yep. But then I was like, damn, bro, when I do interviews, I talk better. I so it. I'm like, put a mic in front of me. 
Because when I have a mic in front of me, I think differently. Because now, talk. something about this being in front of you make you say, nah, real talk. I can't say that. You know what I'm saying? Nah, so talk. for me, nigga, I did four or five videos with no, without the mic plugged up. And I didn't care how people felt. Because if you weren't about the mic and the sound, you ain't my audience you're anyway. Right, you're not, you're my not, audience is people who want the information. Not. And if you care how it's delivered, nigga, you ain't not. my audience. So now all of a sudden it's turned to something. And by the way, shout, shout out to our sponsor, our first sponsor, Toten Carry. Toten Carry. Toten Carry. Yeah, that yeah. sponsored us, and that was the first time we made a check. Ever. I love it. I love it. And, 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 mm. and, and, and for me, now, now people don't want to do it, but for me it was like, nigga, I, and I say this, if you can make a dollar doing something, you can make a million doing it. Mm. You know what's crazy, though, man, too, though? I'm glad you said that, man. We got to get back to just being real people. You know what I mean? Like, like you know, your man called me. I get my, I get my, I get a Janet to my phone, I don't give a fuck, bro. I'm not Hollywood, bro. I'm not Hollywood. I know where I come from. I come from nothing. I'm humble as they, as they come. You know, I'm smart. I know who not to fuck with. Yep. You know, <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Wait, but, so now I got to ask you do you consider yourself a goat or underdog in the industry? I'm a little bit of both. Because I still, I don't, you know, I got to go talk to my business manager, my accountant at the end of the year to realize how much they think I'm successful and. I'd be like, damn, sometimes I've been talking a lot of shit. But I had to get to a certain point or, or, or talk to certain people to realize how much stuff I've accomplished and, and have. I don't really bathe in my success. I didn't went so far and took all my plaques off the wall. And, you know, I hate people my age, older guys, they were talking about, oh, man, I broke Mary J. Blige. Man, cut it out, bro. Like, bro, stop, stop. Cut it out. Yeah. You start talking about you broke Whitney Houston and these, you signing 19-year-olds. They don't know who that is, man. You know what I'm saying? They know it, but they know from their moms. You know, if I ain't talking about who I broke last year, you know what I mean? When you yes. start that, it's time yes. to go ahead and get on out the business, bro. You yep. know what I mean? I'm holding on to the yep. no gold, the gold plaques and shit back in I the day. I can't days, afford bro. to hold on to that. Fuck a platinum plaque. Gold plaque back in the days? Yeah, that was major. What? Can't the record that. on it? You know, so to me, I just I just think that I'm both because let me tell you why. Your man called me, you know, um, all he had to say was, was, was Ray wanted me to come on the show. Like with Dirty Glove uh, Bastards, Ja'Cory used to do a lot of stuff for me. He used to do marketing for me. You know, shout out to uh, Ja'Cory. I don't care. My my PR called me and be like, hey, man, you see the followers on that show and it's and that or whatever. Not really my PR. I don't really have a PR. My artist PR. Yeah. But, but with a label PR. Okay. Listen, I don't, I don't care if they got one follower. You know what I mean? To me, I do real shit because I can do billboard interviews all day and I do those too. But it's like, I don't touch the people and I'm signing the people and I rock with Ray. I respect Ray. You know what I mean? I respect what he's done, man. You know, so if I got time and I can do it in my schedule, I'm going to do it. You and know? I ain't gonna, I'm going to be honest with you. When, when Jack, cause Jack brought it to me the same way like that. He was like, right. would you want to interview? I don't tell. I said, hell yeah. If he want to do it. Cause I, you know what I'm saying? Cause me, right. cause it's like, I, I don't want to put I, like, I don't, I, I can do other business with you. No and doubt. my thing is, and no I doubt. tell everybody on my team, I want them to understand. No doubt. I, I can't afford to ask him for something over here and I can help make money over here yeah. by giving his artist shit because no. this is how I keep all the lights on. So for me, but I appreciate you, man. No, like, I'm honored, bro. I'm honored. And, and, I, I, and, I, 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 just, and I just say this, like, you are a GOAT. And the reason why, and I know you a GOAT be, from the inside. No doubt. Like, it's different no. from the outside. Right. Everybody from the outside look at you like, big man, big chain, right. big artist, big cars. Right. Big. Right. I'm like, nah, y'all understand. He didn't do it. He did it the right way. He went to school. He helped other people make money. And then he decided, I can do this for myself. 
Sometimes you have to do that. Epic for me was school. When I was at Epic, I, everybody know. And when I worked for L.A. Reed, nigga, my bio said intern. Interscope was enlightening for me when I worked there. It was mm-hmm. enlightening. It was like, oh, shit. Because Epic, it was a black world. It was. It was a black, like, LA, was. the man at the top of the, like, L.A. Reed would have you in the room listening to rock acts. And you better right. talk about it. Right. You know right. that. L.A. Reed who right. t- trained my ear. Interscope was like, we only talk, not only that, L.A. was like, we going to dinner tonight. <laughs> We, every day we went to dinner. Right, right. Every day he was around him. It was like, right. like we'd be in LA office. It'd be me and him till one in the morning just in the office, him smoking cigars, me talking shit all the time. When you got the Interscope, it was like a real job. It was like, Ray, get here. Okay, cool. Here's your meeting. Right. I'm like, well, what are y'all about to do? Oh, well, we have other meetings. Right. And LA would be like, you be trying to walk away. LA be like, where you going? Real talk. Nigga, I got to meet right. with Mariah. Yeah. I ain't made my project. So what, no. nigga? That's why I love. And then Epic was, it. Warner was, I can prove my, Warner was, I can do this shit. I can make money and it works. So now it was like, if I go chase tips again, I'm just, I got to be okay watching niggas make a hundred million and know it's not for me. That's how it was with me. It's crazy because the black round was my first job. I'm such an independent guy. I never wanted to work for a major, you mm-hmm. know, because at black round, I'm talking to Aaliyah. I'm with Aaliyah. I was with Aaliyah the day before she died. You know, I'm wrestling wow. with Aaliyah in Miami. I was supposed to go to the, the thing with her, you know, we went to the Chicago to uh, Impact. So I was with Timberland. I was with Tank. Like, me and Tank's still cool to this day. It's my guy. Like, to have that type of hands-on experience, I never got that. Even Def Jam, even the uh, Interscope, you know, when I worked at Republic for a little while, I never even met Drake. Yeah. Till later. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, and, and God knows you better not say shit in that meeting when they ask you a question. They really don't want your opinion. You know what I'm saying? You just a number. I say, damn, this is major shit is different, you know? So <laughs> I like I like the independent world because it was always I had a voice and like Barry would come in and ask me, I was the youngest person on the staff, questions. I didn't realize I wasn't supposed to answer those questions. I didn't, I didn't know I'm young, you know, but question. I'm right here with the CEO. You know, he ain't tell you, man, you know, you're supposed to answer parents. Like, did you, what'd you say to him? Yeah. I said the record was hot. Yeah. <laughs> you said what? Oh, nigga, that's, <laughs> and that's the thing, right? pressure on him. <laughs> I ain't no protocol, yeah, 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 yeah. man. I ain't no protocol. Yeah. I ain't know you had to check yeah. with, the, with the boss first. I'm just happy I'm in the office of Barry. You know what I mean? nigga talking to you. What? You, you well, know me? Asking, you want to talk exactly, to me? Exactly. Exactly. Because exactly. LA, if anybody know LA, LA don't really talk to the promo staff like that. He's an A&R guy. Yeah, LA. You the A&R of LA, that's all he talked to. If you're an A&R of LA, you have yeah. the best friends in your life. Like, he don't even... You'd be happy he talked to the promo guy. In, in the, in the you know? marketing meetings, he didn't even... We didn't even go to marketing meetings. Real talk. He was like... Real talk. Because LA, LA was like, Ray, we worked for fucking... All, he said, when we had LaFace with, with uh, Clive, nigga... We only had Shanti Das doing nah, a um, marketing. Real so talk. we were at the mercy of, we only way we could win is if we made the best records. So fuck what marketing does. If your records ain't good, it don't matter how good the marketing is, it's not going to work. So focus on the records. It's, it's teamwork. Be the best A&R guy you could be. Give them the best records. Yeah. Boom. He never really stopped being, me and Benny from doing like different marketing things. And, you know, he, he focused on what he was good at. And that's A&R. But I, I, I respect the late for that, you know. But I think that, that that to me, just to go back to the whole PR thing, I think that people got to, like, I got to do small things, big things. That's how I teach my artists. I don't know what a small things mean because this video can go viral tomorrow and it can be big. You know what I mean? Yeah. I've had things go viral before that was some just random dude that just interviewed me in the streets and I stopped and showed love. You got what I mean? Yeah. And I've done big shit before that nobody saw. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, so I do I do interviews. Do I just, everything. I just, um, you know, I just try to like really just make it about my my artists and my company now. And I'm falling back a little bit from Arnold Taylor 
because at one time I was bigger than the label. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I, and I, and I want to be it to be about South Coast because I think it helps. It helps our overall brand. It helps bro. everybody with you. Gary can go do stuff. Carla can go do stuff. I don't have to be there. I can focus on a whole label. You know. So, and I manage baby. So, I don't manage all the, my other artists, but I manage him because oh, he's my franchise player. You know what I mean? And that's I'm the only one that can probably hands on. Tell them how to move because that's how we started. But I don't want to be a manager, man, because the manager's day to day, and I, yeah. I, got, I got to run a lot of work. Well, I don't know, I don't know if it's, if if what, what what we doing is big or small, but I know I appreciate you. Nah, it's important. That's what it is. Now so I appreciate much. you for coming. It, this is this is another moment in time for us where Thanks. people see and people are like, because you you are a wolf, and that's what I'm trying to say. I appreciate it, bro. Wolves don't care who sat on the chair because they know when I sit there, the chair value went up. And sheep are waiting to see Arnold Arnold Taylor did the show. Oh, I could do it now. I'm cool with the sheep too. Oh, y'all are welcome, by the way. (laughs) Everybody's welcome. I don't have no bias because at the end of the day, I just only know it because I'm a wolf and I'm like, I'm unafraid to do anything. Nigga, you can give me, most people probably call it, I built my career because you had the baby and I'm like, yo, Give me artist number 10 that no one cares about. Nah, that was talk. how I built my career. Real and talk. then I would make artist number 10 the shit. And now the baby is like, who? Yeah. Who's the energy yeah. over there? That's yeah. how I came up. So with that being it's said, more important, man, though. You break that. I want one of them records, man. Same one. Oh, of listen, you brother. Right whatever you need. I got, I got something for you. I need I, you. To I got, and whatever you need. And I just say this, like, man, I appreciate you doing this show. This shit means a lot to me because, no. because there are only a few Arnold Taylors, P's, fucking top dogs. There are only a few of y'all like that right. have not one... But two, three, four, five things moving at once. Thanks, yeah. And and when the sheep see it and be like, well, Arnold did it. Can I go talk now? Mm-hmm. It opens the door for me. And at the end of the day, my goal when I started this show was to never take a label label job. I, I, we, I could consult all day, but I don't want to take a label job because I just don't want to be owned. Nah, consult. And I can't, I, you know, I'm going to take it back. I'm going to take it further. I can't afford to be owned mm-hmm. because... My mother depends on me. Yes, my does. sister depends on me. And if I'm owned, yeah. my kids, nigga, then that means that my mother and them, their lives are in your hands, sir. Yeah. And I don't want that for you because then that means I'm in your face every yeah, day. Like, nigga, what the fuck is up? You're what are we smart. doing? You don't want that for you. So smart, for me, you know what I mean? So for me, it's like, man, but, you know, I appreciate you, man. And, you know, this is the God show. You're and we God. are out. But... <laughs>